and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. This is level 291. I am Big Al. With me this week, I have Kush Moose. Hello. And uh, we usually have Wild West with us, but it is his birthday today. And I asked him, what do you want for your birthday? And he said, uh, to not talk to you today, L. So I said, okay, that's mean, but fine. So I went and found a replacement. And it is longtime listener. <laughs> Rocker dude. Finally. <laughs> Rocker is back in Achievement Hunting 101. <laughs> that wasn't quite the heel turn I expected. Uh, you could do better than that. Well, you know, you bunch are a bunch of Chivo crybabies these days, so I had to come and whip you hey. into shape. There you go. No. You need to finish your story like uh, Mental Knight, who uh, quote unquote retired from achievement hunting. But we'll see. We'll see. More on that later. Unless I forget. So the question of the week comes to us from Wild West. We let him pick the question. Um, it was a doozy, I tell you, a doozy. He says, with rumors that Microsoft is developing a handheld gaming device, we want to know if you'd be interested in buying one. What features would you like to see? Kushmus, you... Uh, you get to go first. All right. Uh, Vulgar Latin gets to go before me. He says, probably not. I don't really go enough places that would make it worth the purchase. I'm also in a place in my life where the portability isn't a big deal for me. They make sense for lots of folks, though. I'm just not that guy. Jay Black says, I've said for a while that I think Microsoft needed to team up with Nintendo for a handheld system. Could you imagine a DS or Switch-style handheld where you can play cloud games? And since in this fantasy situation, it's a collab with Nintendo, maybe we could get achievements in some Nintendo games. Uh, Mighty Mango says, I will get one, but I'm not interested in it. <laughs> I'll just do it. Uh, it will be another abortion <laughs> like Windows Phone. Wow. Good in concept, poor in execution. Uh, I can see why you're excited to get one. Uh, Chewy on Ice says, I'm with the Vulgar, but I'm not too interested in mobile gaming these days. Gone are the hours of commuting on a train, and I don't care about maintaining streaks or anything. Having said that, I used to love my game gear, and my sister loved her Game Boy, so I'm sure a modern equivalent would be very popular, popular with my kids in a few years' time. Uh, I kind of agree. Um, I think... I don't quite understand why they would be putting a whole lot of uh, resources into this. Uh, I mean, I, I I understand that uh, you know the uh, uh, what is that thing called that uh, a lot of people have <clears throat> the Steamer? PC, yeah, the, the Steam Deck or whatever it's called. Um, so yeah, I understand that there's a lot of those coming out in there kind of popular but i think that's because people have big steam libraries i just don't i don't know I don't, it's not for me i mean you guys have phones right like that's kind of like you you've got game pass um. you got a phone you got game pass 
Uh, if you've got a kid that doesn't have a phone, okay, I kind of see this as that being the target, going for that younger demographic that maybe doesn't have a phone, but yet has a rich set of parents <laughs> that want to give them a device to allow them to do that. Uh, doesn't really fit a mobile device. Doesn't really fit my lifestyle or my, my glasses prescription. Like I go <laughs> cross-eyed if I stare at my uh, phone game for too long. And then I try to look up and walk. Like it makes it very hard. Uh, getting old is no fun. Uh, it makes it very hard to, to be able to read stuff on the computer or, you know, so going from like that small form factor to, a, to you know, real life is not fun for me. Um, but I do see it as being, I guess there's a market for kids. Um, but in order to make it, you know, an acceptable price, I feel like it's got to be, you know, a cloud device only. Like they kind of cut back on the hardware. They don't put a big hard drive on there. But then to me, that's like, well, that doesn't, work great because then you need internet or you know either need a, a data plan or wi-fi or something like that to get it to work so then i'm kind of like well it kind of does need a hard drive so i guess it does need to cost a little bit more i don't know i just don't get it i i don't really see it hmm okay i mean it's oh, the same reason i won't buy a steam deck because i it makes no sense to me so Okay, I'll read some next. Uh, X the Hero says, I think the product will do very well, but I have no interest in it. On the very rare occasions that I want to play Xbox games away from my console, I can just use my phone. Now, if they could implement a system to allow you to play your disc-based games on the go, though, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, edit, I don't own any, but that would be a huge selling point. Yes, the X the discless wonder. Um, Wild West answered his own question. Good job, bud. I would be intrigued with it, but I don't have a commute, so day-to-day -day playing would be non-existent. It would be nice on trips to play Game Pass on the road, and I'm sure Koosh would like it on the beach. Are you stealing my jokes? Long battery life and expandable memory would be a must, as well as a good screen. Um, Redstack says, maybe. It would depend on, on cost and whether I could justify it. That said, I have got a Switch and want a Steam Deck. It would be nice to get my game on in other parts of the house without having to unplug and move the Series X. And Carpe Adam says, potentially, yes. I think that's our first yes. Depends on the cost first. If the rumors of a dockable console like the Switch are true, it's possibly going to be too expensive for me at launch. It needs to have a decent screen size. Bigger than the OLED switch with comfortable grips. Most handhelds feel awkward. Removable grips that you could put together as a separate controller like the switch has would be awesome. Um, would also need a stand for the screen, one terabyte SSD, etc. Ability to play downloaded games and Steam games would be great too. Oh, yeah. Must um, play all the Steam games as the main console. No separate games to buy like handhelds of the past. All right, that's a lot to unpack here. You probably thought more about it than they have, Adam. Um, I, I don't know. I don't like playing games on my phone, but if I had a dedicated um, portable, I think I would get it. I'll, I'll be that guy. And I'll say what uh, no one else has said, but everyone's probably thinking. 
and you'd uh you know instead of playing the steam deck you're playing uh you know on the poop deck you're playing in the toilet now i know if i'm on my phone i'm probably getting notifications i'm scrolling on social media so that would just be too distracting but i remember the old days of having portable consoles and putting plugging in my headphones and letting the music just hit me right in the ears and i don't know that might be cool with uh getting achievements i mean yes nate i have a phone but i just i don't like playing games on my phone it's too awkward it's rolled either have to because you either have to do the stupid controller on the phone thing or plug in a controller and then like stand up the phone somewhere it's just a pain they make controllers oh, yeah. that hold your phone at the same time. Yeah, there's the Kishi. Yeah. Not for my big phone. That works for the big phones. Yeah. Unless you're using like... In the case. I don't know. Unless you're using like a Kindle Fire or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holding that up like a grandpa phone. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they fit. All right. Well, I guess I'd have to see more information about it. I personally hadn't even heard of this uh, supposed rumor. I, I think Wild West is the one who made it up. I've, I've seen rumors. I've seen articles. Wild um, West is a rumor monger. Is that what you're saying? It's not. I, just... I did a little googling. There was there was rumors a year ago. I'm just saying. Yeah, they've been wow. out there. And the time for this would have been uh, what twenty years ago, <laughs> ten uh, years ago, maybe. I mean, the time would have been. Around Steam Deck time, but yeah, I I I think it's a little too late for that uh, for the portable market. They have XCloud works on phones. That's great. If I had a portable Xbox ecosystem based console, um, really my only requirement is that the games have can be downloaded. I, I don't want to play X. I don't want to buy a system or a device to play XCloud games because one I already have it. And two, I just don't think we're there yet. I mean, I played the occasional xCloud game for a short period of time, um, but nothing like hours, you know, uh, like I would a Switch, which conveniently enough, almost all of my Switch playtime has been in handheld mode. Uh, I've actually played a Steam Deck um, when my brother-in-law brought one over for Christmas. Uh, he does some traveling here and there, so it makes sense or why he would have one. Uh, he also has a Steam library because that's where he's been primarily playing. So uh, it's funny. I actually played Brotato on it uh, before it was even announced for Xbox. So uh, yeah. that is kind of like the perfect game for that. So, you know, if Xbox had one and you could download stuff and play it native natively on the device, I would have to consider it, but it can't be too much and at that point i really don't see them uh getting in that market now what that if said, it was yeah well what if it was like the playstation portal right it's just a screen that your home xbox throws to and you're playing it in the house i still don't think that's going to be good enough i think you're going to still get that x cloud like i don't know it just feels hollow when i play an x cloud game and I think the same would be like on a screen share session. Like it, I, I, it can't be as good a performance as something downloaded locally. 
That's true. It's, it's not always as good, but it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't give it enough credit. Um, so I'll, I'll keep that stance. But uh, but yeah, they they have to do some some things. And at the same time, I actually think it would be smarter for Xbox to partner with somebody rather than make something themselves. Um, they have that good working relationship with uh, ROG with that ally device. Um, just tweak it a bit to, to make it native downloads and made for xbox and i think you have something there without you know microsoft having to do a lot themselves um but similar to to some of you uh, and some of the other patrons retro chief said his eyesight is not thrilled with small screen gaming uh plus if he wanted portable this steam deck or the asus rog ally for cloud pc gaming is already available so there you go uh also p-tart uh she does not have any interest in it but she says it would be cool if it had a plug-in book light and a little printer. Uh, I would also add a camera because, you know, we don't have enough devices with cameras these days. Maybe a scanner. I could scan documents with it too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Scanner. um, Maybe even transfer cable. Fax machine. Uh, Fax machine. You know, anything to to make it more uh, versatile. Uh, Hawkeye Mm -hmm. Barry. He thinks that uh, they have an opportunity in the market, but it does not include him. So another no. Uh, he says the mobile market's too young for him. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you. You are never too old to play on your phone. Uh, look at L. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then what? lastly, <laughs> we have uh, WSTLVR Joe. <laughs> I'm one of the youngest people in here. Are you? Are you, bud? Uh, but I'm also too old to not be able to drive or not have a vehicle, so I doubt I'd play it at all if I buy a mobile system. As if I'm taking a trip somewhere, I'm usually flying out of good internet range, so it'd be a moot point. So there's your native download uh, point again. If you had that locally downloaded, you wouldn't have to worry about internet. Uh, other than achievements, I guess, but you know, hopefully they'd work when you reconnect. There you go. It seems like we have an outstanding not for me on this question. Until it comes out and then everyone gets it. Right, I'll right. Take two. Don't take my money. Yes. I think I think we have more people in the mango boat than uh than what it looks like. You know, not excited, but I'll get one. <laughs> but I guess I'll just get two, damn it. <laughs> yes, well, I'll get the say, Halo version. Let's say the uh and we all have a switch, right? So let's say the switch we already had all of a sudden had Game Pass capabilities and we could play those games if and nothing else. Would you play it more often? I don't think so. I have a phone already that does it. Yeah, like I already have solutions. I already have solutions for mobile. Like I have a I have a surface. So that's kind of my laptop and and my gaming device while I'm on vacation or whatever. Yeah. I lug my Surface around, too, with my laptop. This would be way easier. Yeah. I'm one of those guys. I, I have a Surface I, as well. And uh, and this Xbox Series S is insanely small, and I have a screen that's built oh, onto it. And so I jolly. have these high ambitions, and I take them on vacation, but I don't end up playing them. But it is nice. Well, that probably means you're enjoying your vacation. Can't have that. 
you know, 50-50. I think we know it means responsibilities that keep us from gaming while we're on vacation. I couldn't get away from my wife long enough is really what you want Kids to say. Kids can't run, away, run in the ocean uh, unsupervised for too long. <laughs> well, you can get one of those, uh, you know, those things you put your phone in if you're going to the amusement park and it's going to get wet. You can do that with your uh, Series S. A Ziploc bag? Yeah, yeah, people are yeah, people are yeah. wearing those around those their necks things. now. Uh, I saw an insane yeah, they're, amount they're of them at this summer. It was crazy. No, I locked my phone up. Um, no. Anyway. Yes, you were right. Overwhelming nose. But if it did exist and was not a million dollars, I feel like people would probably get it. Mango was the only one that really fessed up. It's like, yeah, I'll get it, even if it's it'll suck. <laughs> now, if we turned Adam's one stipulation on its head, and it did have exclusive stacks, now we're all in the yes boat. No, I gotta <laughs> say, I gotta say, it's kind of tempting. <laughs> I think so someone your stack. It's not actually in this in an answer here, but I think it was part of the discussion um, that, like, if. Uh, ABK, right? So if uh, Activision Blizzard King, if the Kingings came to it as native apps with achievements, like that's the only place you could get them. Oh, man. I I, I don't know. Then then it really is kind of tempting. It, 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 basically, it's another Windows phone that hopefully they won't kill right away. You know, much like Mango was saying. <laughs> right. In slightly less polite terms. Uh, yeah. Um, I think you're right. I think it would get more people at least in this community. Yeah, and we are a small community, but but yeah, it would definitely be more attractive to us. But it goes to show we are pretty hardcore gamers, and most of us are saying no. I really think it skews no young. Casual. Yeah, yeah, I think the I think that mobile market skews young to people that don't have a phone playing of their own. They want to play a device, but yet they can't, you know, um, you know, take up all the TV time if you, you know, you know, there's a screen on every wall basically in houses these days, but not my house. Um, but I think that, uh, I think that younger kids, <laughs> especially if you have multiples, right, they have to share screens <laughs> everywhere. But if they get their own portable device, then, you know, they're less likely to uh, take up someone else's TV time. So I think it, I really think it skews to the younger, whether or not they're the ones purchasing it or not. I feel like that's who ends up using it the most. Yeah, I agree. Kids are playing. That's the only time the kids take the Switch anywhere is on car rides. So probably something like that. All right. Thank you for the question, Wild West. It is your birthday, so I won't rag on it too much. But um, good question, buddy. Yeah, good question. Okay. Any news to talk about? How are we doing with our targets? February is a short month. I mean, we have leap year, but uh, we have to look before we leap. These targets That's are clean. the only target I have left. <laughs> what? These targets are clean. Oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Look before you leap, Nate. Yeah, these almost came all naturally within the first week maybe not the leap one but i still need to do that one but i have plenty of easy stuff to that next week maybe it was the dlc that was last 
like I guess I just don't have a whole lot of DLC or and, and I'm not doing those cheap, you know, uh, baby games with the, the bajillion oh, updates. Please. Oh, sure, That's, yeah. That would have been easy. But oh, like yeah, I just didn't feel like doing never that. do that. I mean, go look at what I played. <laughs> like I didn't play any of those. I could have, <laughs> but I didn't want to. And the thing was you had to start it too. It's not like you Come could on. continue when you already mm-hmm. were in progress. Mushroom yeah. Savior is your favorite. <laughs> well, when they put out another update, yeah, I'll go back. I'll play it again. 6,000. Just because I've already started those ones. I haven't started any new uh, oh. baby games in a while. I think. Yeah, well, you should. They're wonderful. <laughs> but have you started any new Game Pass games lately? <laughs> oh, man. Not today, uh, but I will. As soon as we're done here, I'll get start some that came out today. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I started a game last week, came to Game Pass, day one, I was super excited once I watched some gameplay, it's a little to the left, that's the title of the game, a little to the left, uh, and man, oh man, I, I'm really sad that Wild West is not here, and he instead has to rage at home, uh, when I say that this is my game of the year so far, uh, or it's in the contention for my game of the year. Because it's just that fun. Um, this is a small uh, game. It's not, you know, huge. It's not like a Star Wars type game. It's basically it's a bite-sized puzzle game. Uh, it's got five chapters. Um, each chapter has kind of a theme. Uh, not that it really matters. But that's just how they organize the puzzles. Um, puzzles can take any time from, I don't know, ten. 20 seconds to multiple minutes. Um, some puzzles have one solution. Others have three or maybe, I think they might even have one that has four. But uh, it's not crazy. Uh, and by solution, I mean uh, most of the puzzles have to do with finding patterns. So you'll see five pencils. And what mm-hmm. you need to do is organize them they kind of snap in place when you're when you're putting them on the screen. Um, you need to put them in a sequence that follows some sort of order. Uh, it could be how tall the pencils are. That could be one solution. So you do like you know tallest to shortest or shortest to tallest. It'll still accept that. Um, and then you might look at some other feature on the pencil, like maybe there's um, something uh, you know inscribed on the pencil, some sort of scratch mark or something. Uh, You might need to do that, or you might need to do uh, something even stranger, like there's like a band of color on the pencil and you put them in, you know, ascending order, that sort of stuff. You just kind of have to play around with things and look at them and be like, oh, uh, I guess this is something I could do. Um, And that's really where the fun comes from. I don't know if that sounds fun to people, but when you're in there doing it, it's really addictive and it's really fun. Uh, my daughter saw me playing this, and she immediately wanted to do it. And, and it became, you know, a, a half hour of us sitting on the couch, her doing stuff, me making comments or suggestions, just letting her kind of do it. And, and she just loved it. Um, the cool thing about this is, well, one of the cool things about it, this is an Xbox game. This is a cloud game. This is a PC game. So, and it's got crossplay, so you can pick it up. And continue your progress anywhere. The really cool thing about the cloud version, though, is that it has native touch. I've not seen any game on cloud that has native touch. And what I mean by that is, rather than an on-screen keyboard, 
you know, with the thumbstick and the buttons on the screen, you're dragging on your phone screen. You're, you're picking up an item and you're dragging it with your finger across the screen. Super cool. Like it just, it just works. I've never seen a game do that before. This, to my knowledge, this is the first, um, it's certainly the first that I've played that works like that. And it works super well. In fact, I think it works worse on the PC. I was playing today just to see what it looked like. Um, and I, I use a trackball, so it's not a mouse. So it, it could have been something to do with my trackball being a little bit old or whatever. Um, the button's not making connection the whole time or something. But as I was dragging things with my mouse, uh, trackball mouse, um, they kind of snapped into place wrong. Uh, and I don't know if that's, you know, the PC version or whatever, but when I did it with the native touch on the phone, it was beautiful. It was, it was awesome. And my, my daughter started, that's how actually how she saw me doing it. Cause I was like, you know, reading or getting ready for bedtime. <laughs> and I was playing a little game while she was reading and she came over to see what I was doing. And then we sat down and played and she used my phone. And then like the next day, she was like, can we play it again? I was like, yeah, but we should play it on the TV. Cause my eyesight, <laughs> like it really hurts my eyes to play for a long time on the phone. She's like, you can play this on the TV. And so I was like, absolutely. Uh, so that's where I prefer to play it. Uh, and with the controller, it's okay. You know, uh, it's, it's what you expect the controller. Um, it is a little bit more uh, cumbersome to move stuff around. You know, you know, dragging and dropping is really convenient. Maybe on the surface, it'd be even better. But uh, yeah, for long periods of time, you, you wouldn't be playing this on the Xbox, even though it's not the best way to drag and drop these things. Uh, there's about 20 levels per chapter. Like I said, there are five chapters. And there's DLC that launched when the game came into Game Pass, and I believe it's $6. Uh, and it's 200 gamer score. I picked that up because uh, I wanted to be able to talk about it, but also because I love this game. Uh, and I was going to get it anyway. I didn't want to wait. Uh, the DLC probably took me, I don't know, an hour or so, two hours at the most, uh, to get through. It's another... I want to say another 30 levels or something like that, 20, 30 levels. Um, and they're they're some of the best levels, I think. Um, they're the kind that I like. Uh, the puzzles where you see like a junk drawer and some of the slots have very specialized uh, shapes. Like a, imagine like a can opener has a very specific shape, right? Or a hammer has a very specific shape and there might be a, a spot in that drawer that looks kind of like it would a hammer would fit in there. So those are really fun. Uh, sometimes you're dealing with things like medicine cabinets or like underneath the, the sink cabinet and items just kind of fit each other. Like their shapes just kind of match really well. So you're, you're basically just snapping them into place. Sometimes you have to open things and drop things in or open things, take things out. It's just a really cool uh, puzzle game just really enjoy it as far as the achievements um you have achievements for sorting 100 uh 250 500 and a thousand items that will come much quicker than you think it will because every time you move it i think that counts or maybe every time something snaps into place that counts it doesn't matter you're gonna hit that if you're if you're playing this game anyway you won't even think about it i was done that well before everything else um You'll get achievements for using hints uh, one time uh, and then using them 10 times. You'll get an achievement for skipping your first level or for skipping 10 levels. Uh, you'll get achievements for doing certain things on certain levels. Uh, sometimes it'll be like, oh, uh, put these pencils in 
order of the rainbow. Okay, cool. Like that's, you know, there were multiple ways to solve this puzzle because let's say it was a junk drawer, but I put these five pencils in, you know, rainbow order and that was the achievement. Um, there might be other ones too, like for waiting a certain amount of time, something like that. Not a whole lot of those, but a handful. Uh, and then there are achievements for doing daily tidies. So every time you log in, there's this thing called a daily tidy. And the nice thing about it is if you haven't done it, uh, the main launch screen will have like fanfare around the daily tidy. So you'll know, oh, oh I haven't done the daily tidy today. Uh, so you can go do that uh, and you get achievements for um, doing uh, one day, doing three consecutive days, doing seven consecutive days, 14 days and 30 consecutive days. Uh, you also get achievements for hitting the, that number of daily tidies. Uh, even if they're not consecutive, you'll get an achievement for that. But then it goes on for, uh, there's an achievement for 50, there's an achievement for 75, and there's an achievement for 100. Now, you can, you can do this on the PC and use date manipulation. However, uh, according to some of the comments, it's a little bit, not buggy, but it, it takes a little time to register the fact that you've done it. So you can actually go too fast and kind of trip over your own feet and go to the next day uh, without actually getting credit for that, in which case you've broken your streak and you now need to go back and do it from, from day one again um, just with your date manipulation. So that kind of stinks. So I personally am just doing them naturally until I mess up, until I pull a frame. And then, then I'll consider, okay, I'm actually going to do the date manipulation uh, just to get my 30 days in a row. Um, and I may at that point just also do the date manipulation just to get the 100 out of the way so I don't you know, take a whole year to do this. I, I'm not sure about that. But, but right now I'm enjoying doing one a day because um, I am pretty much done with the game. Uh, I just finished today all the levels, all the other achievements that have nothing to do with uh, the daily stuff. Um, there are two achievements for uh, completing the game without using skips without using hints. Now, if you if you go into a game blind like I do, uh, you've already blown that because you're just, you know, oh, I want to get to the next level or, oh, what does this hint option do? Well, you do that and it voids those achievements. What you can do, though, is reset your progress from the menu. Now, what that's going to do, and they warn you when you do this, it's going to reset your progress on the main game and also the DLC. And it, so basically, you know, if you've done 30 levels or whatever, It'll be as if you hadn't done them. If you had done everything in the base game and you had like 10 in the DLC and you reset to go back to get those achievements, you'd have to do the DLC from scratch again. Not, eh, not a big deal. Um, and once you know all the solutions, it's pretty easy to go through and just like zip through the game. Um, it does not reset your streaks. So it does not reset your daily uh, tidies or any of that stuff, which is good to know. Um, so I would recommend that you go into this game and you try every puzzle. Like you just try them, you enjoy them. Cause if you're just doing a walkthrough, why are you even playing this game? Like, and, and it's that whole thing I say, you know, when you go to a walkthrough and you look up one solution, you very quickly just, you don't challenge yourself anymore. And you just immediately, ah, crap, what is the solution? And you go to the walkthrough and you do it. And uh, I mean, if that's how you want to play the game. Okay, cool. But if you want to enjoy this game to the fullest, I say, you know, if you get one solution out of three, okay, great. Move on to the next puzzle. You know, just see what the game has to have to show you and, and, uh, and then go back and clean up later. I, I think it's really a fun game to play like that. Uh, you know, 
I'm not going to tell you exactly how to do it, but that I would recommend that because that's how I had the most fun with it. Um, and when you're done, there are there's an archive, and the archive I think is I think it's another set of thirty puzzles or something that have nothing to do with achievements at all. I think it's just old stuff. Maybe this was like a web game somewhere or some other thing. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was on PC. I, I don't know. Steam. I don't know. These uh, anything in the archive has nothing to do with achievements, so you can just play that for fun. I had actually forgotten about that. And I was a little sad. And then as I was doing my research uh, for tonight, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't done the archive. And I think they're holiday themed, too, because the very first puzzle has to do with like candy canes and stuff. So, um, so yeah, I love this game. It's a, a little to the left. All right. It's neat. Um, I can say I don't care for it with the controller. I'm very intrigued, though, to play with my phone if it is a native game like that. I would, yeah, I would suggest checking out your Surface, too. Um, oh, yeah, that is touchscreen. Yeah, it's touchscreen. It's a little bit bigger. Um, it'll just it'll be a better experience on the Surface, I think. And I, I pretty much think i know the answer to this but no problems with cross progression right all good i had no issues with that uh it okay. knew what level i had played uh it, it, it had all my progress and all that fun stuff um okay. so, yeah so, pretty yeah. much expected at this point uh <laughs> in gaming but you, you always gotta gotta wonder especially with xbox right that's like the, one of their selling points based on you know the uh the little spiel they did uh last week uh, that's one of their things. So like, oh, cross progression and, and cross all that stuff. Like within our own ecosystem, that's one of the things that we want to work on. And this game has it. Excellent. So does this game start off like really easy and then get difficult after a while? Because on the surface, it looks kind of kiddie-ish. But if I you need to use hints... Like, okay, so there's no math involved. There's there's one level that has a little bit of math. Mostly everything mm -hmm. is like pattern recognition. Like, okay, mm -hmm. uh, I see these rocks. The rocks have different color. They have different size. And they also have like different textures. So like, what kind of sequences can I think of to put those rocks in? Oh, well, smoothness. That's one, right? I can I can do the smoothest rock. On the left, the roughest rock on the right. Hey, that's actually a solution. I can do color. Um, maybe the way the edges of these rocks are colored maybe gives me a clue on which order they should go in, that sort of thing. Uh, or maybe just go by size. And then, you know, when you get to other types of objects, there are all these other things about them. And that's kind of the puzzle. It's like, okay, I've got all these objects of a type, and there's, like, different characteristics about them. How can I organize those characteristics? And that just becomes, uh, that's basically the most of the puzzles. I will so say I, I'm in the first chapter and there's definitely some that they do, do not come to you at first, at least not to me. And I, I might be just be dumb, but uh, like I, I'm working on one mm -hmm. again, it's early on. So I don't feel <laughs> too bad about it, but uh, there's just a bunch of circles on the screen and there's like push pins all across the side and you can yeah. move them. And I mean, you're originally thinking where do i put these it took me way too long to figure out that oh there's a certain number of each color push pin and each of these other dots that you have to cover up are grouped in different uh different units so mm -hmm. let me just group all of them together there and there you go but it i can imagine uh that some of the puzzles that come later have to be pretty challenging 
So, well, some of them, yeah, some of them, before you understand what the puzzle even is, they can be kind of challenging to understand. Um, I, I should mention one of the other types of puzzles that really threw me for a loop is symmetry-based puzzles. So, like, that was the thing. Like, there's nothing telling you, oh, this is a symmetry puzzle. Like, but I, I'll tell you, there, there are some plants that have leaves, and your job is to make them symmetrical. Um, they're like mirror images and, and like that took me the longest time. I was like, oh crap, are you serious? This is like a memory game. Like I have to pull off this leaf and then this leaf and then this leaf. And if I pull the wrong one, I have to do it all over again from scratch until I get the right order. I was reading the puzzle wrong. It was all about symmetry. And like, once I realized, oh, okay, I'll pull that. I'll pull all these ones because they, they aren't part of the mirror image. Boom. Puzzle solved. Move along. And, you know, okay, maybe that's a little bit of a spoiler, but it's also kind of hopefully remove some frustration, but that's the sort of thing. And there's, you know, there's other types of puzzles. Um, there's other types of solutions and sorts of things that like, when you just play around and do them, you're like, Oh, I'm a genius. I'm like, Oh, I figured <laughs> yeah. that out. I feel really good. And like, this is that little dopamine hit is so cool. And that's why I'm really looking forward to going back to the archive. <laughs> and they put out another DLC. I'm buying it day one. Uh, I just love this game. Yeah, I'm looking at the achievement list, and I'm not liking this uh, completing, you know, 30 daily tidies, and then it's uh, T-I-D-Y apostrophe S. Not liking this. Oh, I should be a, a noun like this. I should mention that the <laughs> daily tidies are variations on the regular puzzles. So it'll be a slightly different version of, like, Puzzle 3, Chapter 2. That sort of thing. So like you're like, oh okay, I'm I'm familiar with this. So far, nothing has been like brand new, different concept. But there are wikis, there are walkthroughs, there are videos. If you get stuck, that stuff is is coming really quickly. But uh, I mean, you're buying this game. If you're buying this game to enjoy it, that's fun. Like that's what you want. So I'm really enjoying the daily stuff too. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the daily stuff. Well, you can enjoy helping me with today's uh, after the show. Gladly. <laughs> I am so confused. Uh, make a, a daily tidy thread on, on Discord and uh, post your solutions. Well, I mean, you part of the like fun that, is solving. You could be like that guy who, who posts solitaire solutions every day on YouTube. <laughs> Nate. I should, one thing I should mention about the hint system... <laughs> But yeah, it, it'll void your, you know, your progress, your, your clean run, whatever. But the way it starts out is the, uh, everything is scratched out and you have an eraser and you just kind of erase like a little bit of the screen. So if you're like, oh man, I'm having problems with this corner of the screen, you can take the eraser and just like clear off just that portion, just to give you as much of a hint as you want. Um, there's an achievement for like uncovering the whole thing. <laughs> but if you just want a little bit of help with just this one area of the thing, you can kind of like de-smudge that. And you know, leave some more of the challenge uh, unknown. All right, I didn't really have this on my radar until I saw you playing it so much, and now that I'm hearing about it, I think I want to check it out. Yeah, I love it. This would be great on a portable device <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> Absolutely, in the bathroom. You could do your daily tidy while you do your daily. Uh, uh, a so, a completely you. different meaning. <laughs> Tidy up there, Charlie. 
<laughs> All right, that's a little to the left. I thought it would be more like an organizational game, like unpacking was. I don't know why I thought that. It's, but, uh... it's, it's what you want unpacking to be. Like unpacking just like, oh, there's an accessibility <laughs> option. I can just throw all this crap on the floor and, oh, okay, next puzzle. No, like this, <laughs> this forces you to put things in a relative position. And like that's the fun. Okay. Like, so it's, right, better than, right. it's better than unpacking. Okay. So... I don't have much to talk about this week, but I will say that uh, my group finally started Marvel Ultimate Alliance for the 360. And let me tell you what a pain it was to get everybody into the same game together. Because I'm sure you know about this game. It came out almost 20 years ago. And it's a DLC was delisted many years ago. And um, there were compatibility packs that you would have had to download all these years ago to play with each other so if some people had the dlc and some people didn't it's just a real chore so we finally found some uh, people to visit us with all the dlc and it took two weeks but we finally got into a game together and then we realized why we had stopped playing marvel ultimate alliance all those years ago <laughs> um you know i was playing with uh, michelle and Prue and uh ice fire tim but, you know, the one thing that sucks is that if a player dies, they don't just respawn a little bit later until you get to the, uh, I guess it's the save point where you can change team members. And um, then you have to wait five minutes for a revive player uh, to, uh, for excuse me, for a dead player to revive and get better. So some questionable design choices, but I think we're going to power through. Uh, the other problem I have is the walkthrough on TA. So, you know, some walkthroughs are very, um, you know, <laughs> they just tell you what the achievement is and they don't really tell you, like, about the game itself. Like, it's not thorough. It just tells you, it just shows you the lists of all the bosses and the achievements, you're, the order you're going to get the achievements. But then there's another section for the collectibles. And you need all the collectibles in these levels. So it would have been really helpful if these two parts were combined so you wouldn't have to keep checking one and then the other and checking one and then the other. Just let us know what we need. Uh, so anyone who's completed this game and has some tips, that would be great. I've been consulting game facts for, for a walkthrough just so we don't miss any collectibles. I feel like TA should have had a better job of a game that's been out so long. Um, yeah, so Marvel Ultimate Alliance is, is our new group game. We'll see if we stick with it. And then I did another couple more levels of Assassin's Creed after your encouragement last week. And I guess I didn't realize there was an achievement for doing all of the, um, like the interrogations. So I was just trying to bang through the story and I did the three out of the six interrogations needed and then I saw there's achievement for doing all of them but then some people said they got the achievement without having it so it was like a you know whatever the buggy achievement is but it's like a nice one like buggy minus or something like that so if it if it pops when when you didn't fulfill the requirements so that's going well 
I'd like to finally finish that story. Um, yeah, so that that's basically what I've been working on. I've been working on Assassin's Creed, Marvel, and uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris Two. Haven't really gotten into much else as of late, but I am curious to hear about what Rocker's been playing in his time away from us. Yeah, not a terribly amount of new stuff. Uh, the new stuff I've been playing, Kusha's covered, done a great job over the past however many weeks it's been. But uh, so I'm kind of in a little bit of a funk, but uh, I did find something that almost nobody has probably heard of. Um, it is not a new game. It came out in November of 2022. Uh, that surprises even me. And it is called Bravery and Greed. Uh, this is a $20 game. Uh, it's been on sale recently for almost half off, like in the $11-ish range. And uh, it's labeled as a beat-em-up on EA, uh, which is probably true. Uh, but there is some rogue elements to this game. I don't remember if it's light or like. Uh, but uh, basically, you when you do your run and you die, you your gold goes towards something, and uh, then you do the run again. Um, so it has those kind of elements to it. But uh, bravery and greed. Uh, I started it just recently uh, because of my uh, Friday night group uh, it came of the recommendation of Kronos, and so we kind of. Uh, any time that we can find a four-player online game uh, that that somebody hasn't completed uh, among the group, we kind of jump on it if we can. And so this one came up. Uh, none of us had heard of it. And sale came up, so we picked it up, and it became our, uh, our new game. We've played it three or four times now. Uh, I think we have a collective, like, 10 hours or so each in the game. Um, and so... We've learned a little bit about it, and what you do is you you pick a class, uh, and there's four classes to pick from: a mage, a warrior, uh, an archer, and something else. I can't quite remember what it is. Uh, we tend to stick to one per class. However, you can have all four characters be the same class if you want. Um, so that is completely up to your preference. We have I haven't figured out if splitting up is the best thing to do or not yet we're kind of playing it naturally to see how we uh how we go along but uh you start out and you go into a dungeon and i think you are locked into one specific dungeon at the very start of the game as you complete a dungeon you then have the option to pick your starting dungeon on subsequent runs so there are four dungeons in total uh well four I'll call them main dungeons, and then a fifth boss dungeon. Once you have completed the four, uh, you can pick any of them to start with, and then you can go in any order of those four. And once you've done all four, you go to the static fifth dungeon, if that makes sense, which leads to kind of the, the end boss, or bosses, as I've found out of the game. So uh, once you go in the dungeon, uh, it's this kind of your standard, standard beat-em-up. You uh, mash X, at least in my... Uh, class the warrior class you mash x to swing your sword uh, b is your shield uh, and all of the characters have the same uh, different buttons but they kind of do just slightly different things 
RB is your roll slash invincibility. So if you're trying to get through a trap, you can roll through it or dodge an attack. And uh, Y is your potion uh, button. And then A is jump. Uh, other than that, you are fighting enemies and they will drop uh, food or gold. And in the dungeon, you can use the gold to buy gear. Uh, sometimes when you beat uh, a room, as you go through the dungeon, you are locked into a, a room until you beat all the enemies. Pretty standard mechanic in uh, these kind of games. And uh, sometimes you get a chest, and those chests sometimes have uh, loot in them in the form of boots, a necklace, a wand, or uh, uh, gloves for your for your hands. And they, they all have different perks to them and stats and whatnot. And uh, so you basically you just go throughout the dungeon collecting those different perks um, and trying to get to the end, which has a boss in it. And you repeat that pretty much five times, and that's the end of the game. Uh, the hard part is it seems to get progressively harder each dungeon uh, that you beat. And uh, we have only made it to the final dungeon twice. Uh, the rogue part of the game is once you're done uh, with your run, whether you beat the game or you die, your gold gets transferred up to the Greedometer, and you unlock chests. And what these chests do are they unlock uh, all of the weapons and the gloves and stuff that I mentioned. It adds better versions of them to the loot pool uh, because all of this stuff is random. Uh, so not only do you get all of the perk stuff, you also get the ability to find followers. If you free the followers in the dungeons, they obviously give you a bit of help in terms of fighting the enemies. And that's kind of the the looped mechanic. Now, what can make a run different uh, time after time is the Arcana cards. So if you play Vampire Survivors, you're probably familiar with uh, Arcana cards where once you have done something in the game, you unlock this card that will change the gameplay. Sometimes it can be good. Sometimes it can be bad. Uh, Typically, they almost all have a, a good and a negative effect at the same time. So, for example, one of the cards that you get, uh, and uh, all of the cards that you get are tied to achievements, which are, for the most part, uh, beating the bosses and uh, doing miscellaneous stuff throughout the dungeon, like killing 15 enemies with exploding barrels type of stuff. Uh, but one of the Arcana cards, for example, is Death is Around the Corner, where the Grim Reaper randomly shows up, takes a big old swing, and if you're in his way, you'll take damage. Now, the perk to that is you get 30% extra gold. And so you can start to see the, the balance of negative and good effects. Uh, there are other uh, Arcana cards that we use where our health is grouped together. Uh, we seem to do better with that one. Um, the negative to that is if you get any followers, they can share your health as well. And sometimes they're not very smart. Uh, things like that. So these Arcana cards are what kind of keep driving you to uh, do these runs in different ways and see if you can get further than you did the last time. Now, as far as the achievement goes, uh, they are pretty standard. Uh, several cumulative ones where you have to kill so many enemies or uh, find certain things in the dungeons. 
there are some that are related to these arcana cards where they want you to beat the game with a hundred percent extra gold from the cards i think there's one for 200 percent uh things like that uh there's other stuff that I haven't encountered yet, but I can see from the achievement list that it's going to be post first run clear of the game. So this game is obviously going to keep building, uh, being this kind of rogue mechanic. Uh, but you're going to be playing this game uh, for a good bit. They, it's There's only 18 completions on the game. Uh, there's 2,500 starters, which is a lot more than what I may think when nobody's seemingly ever heard of this game. But it seems like most of that's from a free play weekend uh, on uh, Xbox Live. Uh, but yeah, this is bravery and greed. Uh, if you like, like beat 'em up type games where you're uh, doing 2D platforming, 2D dungeon fighting, check it out. Uh, especially if you have a group, uh, you you do online co-op. It's probably it's definitely worth the sale price. I'm having fun with it. Um, and progress is kind of saved individually. Even if you group up with people, uh, your uh, bestiary and your gold that you're getting, uh, it's all going up to the same pool and you get you get it evenly. Um, and if you play without them, you can keep building on that. And so uh, it, it works. It works in that way. Uh, but yeah, you, you guys got any questions on bravery and greed, as it's called? You answered my main question, which I was about to ask you that if you guys are having fun. So, um, not, not it seems like I will are. say that not at first. I, I didn't, but uh, that was probably only the first couple hours, the first session. Okay. Now uh, I've played this game several hours by myself because I'm in, I'm getting better loot because I, I'm getting gold, and so whenever I meet up with them next. If I am the one who hosts the game, uh, I'm the one who can pick the cards, and I think it's going to use my loot pool. So if I've unlocked better stuff, hopefully that will help us, you know, a little quicker. Yeah, that was my question. And I think you, I asked you. I think I asked you on the side, uh, Rocker. Like, can you play it solo? Like, is it? I understand you. You need to play it with four people, um, but is it also fun to play solo? And you basically said, yes, I'm having fun playing it solo. This this week was the first time I've actually done that. Um, And it's the the enemies are they definitely feel easier solo. Um, And through some research, there's not a lot of info on this game out there. Uh, It does seem like it. That's how the developer intended it to be. However, it is still challenging. Uh, I I have not gotten as far by myself as I did with the group. yeah, and, and that's me experimenting with different things and trying to unlock our, some of these Arcana cards that are, are individual, uh, but we're all getting progress. I can just speed it up if I do it myself uh, kind of deal. The genre is listed as beat-em-up. Is that right? doesn't really uh, feel like that to me. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. It's yeah. a beat-em-up. I mean, it's more it's, hack and slashy if there's a difference. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think. G- give me a, a hack and slash, a 2D hack and slash game. Let me, let me think about it. Gold uh, Axe, right? Uh, Shadow Complex. <laughs> That's not. Golden. Okay, you know, Golden Axe is yeah. pretty. Because you got weapons. Uh, that, that's pretty of... good, yeah. But that, that's a side trolling beat em up. 
usually in beat em ups, you have you use your fists and then you might pick up the occasional weapon, but you don't just have a sword. I mean, if you Google uh, go Golden Axe, it's a series of side scrolling beat em up arcade games developed by okay. Sega. So it does feel like that, though. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. What is the difference then? I, I don't know. Fandom.com says Golden Axe is a side scrolling beat em up hack slash arcade game. <laughs> uh, who knows? Okay, just curious. Um, so what makes it easier for players? Just uh, well, it's it's um, it doesn't make it easier with four players necessarily. Um, it's still ch very challenging. The the I can definitely feel that the enemies are tougher uh, when we play multiple people, but the benefit is especially since we are separated in all of our classes um uh, some of those guys are better suited for uh ranged attacks and there are flying enemies that as a melee guy i have to jump and time my attack just right in order to hit them um so it, it they can help out in that way the sad part is the loot that we find is shared so we could make it through a dungeon or two or three and somebody or multiple people still won't be fully kitted out with all gear. So um, that part is kind of sucks a little bit, but, you know, it is what it is. All right. I looked up TA's definition <laughs> and their differentiation between the two is beat them up. Games tend to be smaller. So small to medium sized groups, not a whole lot of weapons. And you don't really have like skills or upgrades okay much hack and slash is generally medium to large groups of enemies and there's a, an upgrading of weapons or characters and it's generally a strong point of the gameplay so since you're upgrading i would think hack and slash actually fits this better than beat them up but it's all temporary upgrades though through your gear until that run ends then you start back over oh, that sounds like a roguelike like it's it like definitely I'm, mm -hmm. I'm really surprised it doesn't have that tag i i think it can be a rogue like beat em up i mean or hack slash i guess i don't i don't really care that you don't like there are sometimes when there seems like there's a lot of enemies on screen but it's really probably no more than a dozen um i i think um and you, you only fight them like i said the you walk into a room a combat room and you're blocked in that room until you finish all the enemies. And sometimes there's only one wave. Sometimes there's two, maybe three. But other than that, it's there's not a ton of enemies at, you know, at all times. Okay. Shout out to Prue, though. He got an achievement that uh, the first night or first night I didn't get where he died from a trap. Um, I don't think anybody got that. So shout good out to job, Prue. <laughs> Also, there's an achievement for uh, like oh. getting through the second dungeon without getting any helpful perks. Just you skip them all together. You can, if you're playing multiplayer, help people by the other three uh, getting perks and making it easier, and the other one just skipping those. Um, so you don't have to do everything all at once. However, the second person may not tell the group that he's also not getting a perk, and uh, you know, you can still make it, but you might have to do an extra run. Learn that from experience. So you think Prue is an expert? 
You think three have to carry one or can two carry two? Oh, uh, two can definitely carry two. I know okay. that for a fact, but uh, m- maybe tell your group. First. Right. <laughs> maybe talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. yeah speaking of which, uh, <laughs> when we played Marvel yesterday, he got the teamwork achievement for completing a level with three other players. So... <laughs> just a fun fun that uh he actually hadn't played this since 2006 so he never played with three other people before don't you have to do so, like yeah. 75 three player team level do a thousand just do a thousand of them don't you like just go you could back just walk in and, and out of a room or something yeah yeah <laughs> i think you just walk back and forth or something but uh well it, it was just funny how excited he got I don't have that achievement. I've started that game and I don't, don't. have teamwork. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Don't have well, you're going to have to put your birthday. Um, because <laughs> it was Prue's birthday and he was, he was playing with us. Unlike wild west who ditched us on his birthday. Prue played with us on his birthday. So just, just putting that out there. So happy birthday to uh, everybody. They don't call him the best of his birthday for, for in no the reason. last year. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. All right, so that was Mr. Games Showcase, which brings us, of course, to sales. So, Nate, what tabs you got open? All right, uh, it was a tough choice. Uh, there's some some pricey ones I didn't want to go into. Some Vayners um, that are still a little mm. too pricey, but I've got I got my eyes on those, like Elderwind and uh, others. <laughs> Check the sales oh. if you're interested. I won't, I won't waste your time. Uh, <laughs> next up, uh, it's Kooky, two dollars and fifty cents down from ten. Oh, this is this is a puzzle game. Uh, I like puzzle games. Uh, it's half an hour to an hour, um, and it's a little bit like the highlights magazines or like the back of cereal boxes where they're like circle the wacky thing that's going on. Like, oh, there's a birthday cake, but there's dynamite in the cake. Oh, that's one thing. And you circle that uh, instead of instead of a candle. Um, so you have to find strange things going on in these various levels. And they are timed. And each level increases the number of things you need to find. It's really not a problem until you get later in the game. Nice thing is there's, there's no, like, I don't believe there's randomness to the levels. So uh, you just kind of find things, remember where they are, and... If you, if you miss the time, you just do it again. Uh, so fun little game, and it's you know two fifty is the right price. Ten's a little bit questionable, but two fifty, uh, no, not not really much of a brainer there. Uh, next up, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided Digital Deluxe Edition, six dollars and seventy four cents down from forty five. There was a lot of talk about this game. Uh, I don't know if it was because of the sale or not uh, in the Discord, but uh, I just thought, hey, we should definitely mention it. Uh, it's an action RPG, first-person shooter, role-playing stealth game. It's a uh, 48 to 62 hours estimate, uh, and this does contain all of the DLC. Uh, you will get all of the gamer score from this, uh, you know, or it's possible if you buy this. That's 1,570 gamer score. It's got a 4.14 star rating on TA from 2,296 uh, gamers. So I'm assuming uh, they gave it that high score for a reason. Uh, this might be a good quality pickup, not a quick game, but uh, a more quality game. 
Well, if you want real quality games, look no further. Uh, developer Turnox has a ton of their games on sale this week. Um, everyone's favorite, Bullet Beat, Reactor X, uh, Nexoria, and uh, Unichrome, a 1-bit unicorn adventure, all on sale. While we were recording this, a Unichrome got its uh, its newest and hopefully last title update is worth 5,000 gamer score. Nexoria is 5,000. Yeah, you can get a lot of gamer score for uh, some contests coming up with these great games that are on sale. We're just waiting for Dark Grim Mariupolis to hit 5,000. Come on, let's go. Wonder whatever happened with that. Anyway, uh, what you got, Corey? Yeah, so this week, uh, Strong Moon is down from $10. It is at $1.50. And I cannot speak to the quality of this game, but I can speak to the cutscene uh, at the beginning of the game. And uh, that's probably worth $1.50. It is insane. And if you don't really want to spend $1.50, um, in the Wheeling and Dealing channel, they were talking about it today. Uh, I, I actually recorded the opening cutscene and published it to the uh, the Chima Hunting 101 YouTube page. I made it private, though. Um, so m- maybe we'll link that, Kush. I'll give you the link you put in the show notes. It is insane uh, from the opening cutscene. Uh, you're like this white, big, muscular stick dude, and your brother comes over, and you seem like you're mad at him, and your brother just wants to go get butter. And you say no, and so he leaves, and then he gets crushed by a meteor, turned into a stick of butter, and then uh, like you're mad about it. So I don't know, it's nuts. Uh, I'll I'll send you the link. Check the show notes if you want to watch it. I don't remember um, the games for the story, but man, that sounds. <laughs> I know, some right? Interesting uh, language being used here too. That there is there is some language, uh, and then. Wow. The real recommendation is Evil Wizard. Uh, it is $14, normally 20 This is the lowest price it's ever been. Uh, it's been out. We're getting close to a year. I think we're in the nine-month range. And it is one that is heavily uh, underplayed. Uh, it is a action RPG uh, with some uh, pixel art style. And it has a Metroidvania elements. It's I would say it's a Metroidvania light um, game. It is uh, it is super good, and just over a hundred people have played this game. Um, it was one of my favorite games of last year. Uh, so check out Evil Wizard, and if you like it in the slightest, uh, from like a trailer, it is humor filled, and it will not disappoint. It is super great. Why have I not heard about this game? I don't know. I thought I talked about it at one you point, have. but you I okay. I searched the. I don't remember this. Just, I searched this the. This is unseen. I, yeah, it is. I searched the podcast uh, feed, and I, I just did a, a control F on Wizard or Evil, but I didn't find it. So. <laughs> See, it's a generic title, Evil Wizard. I mean, but there's a Tizio the uh, Assassin. There's Rubber Downey Jr. This is pretty great. Yeah, the um the people who I make like the this. game, Axel Van Gibson, the warrior. The, the developer's called Rubber Duck, oh, and you oh. actually collect rubber ducks in the game. And yeah, they are all uh, uh, funny parody versions of people and characters. 
probably hasn't hit quite that magical price point yet. When a game is good, a game is good, and I w- would have paid full price for this game. So I, I will recommend it at $14, which is its lowest price. You got it for free, didn't you? Yes, but... Oh, okay. You had to work <laughs> for it. I, I, I had to work for it. There's a review out there. I'm the first completion oh. on the site with an asterisk. I'll find whatever, but I love this game. You know, Corey, I think you reviewed this before we started putting that in the show notes. Um, I think that might be why we're in May last year, though. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll blame yeah. L. He makes the show notes. Yeah, oh, it's probably maybe. L's. Hey, stop it. I've had enough blame. Maybe I'm just remembering your review. Maybe. Uh, your YouTube review. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm conflating the two. All right. Stop cheating on us, Corey. All right. This is uh, Kusha's favorite segment of the show. We got some Game Pass news. We're not podcasted for once. Oh, here we go. Nate, what do we got here? Oh, let me tell you. I was so sad. Uh, this month is just poorly planned uh, because it's so short. And the way the days fall, our Tuesday announcement for Game Pass just falls so late in the month that it just kind of feels like we were being left out. So waking up today and seeing that just made me happy. Um, and I got to fill out the sheet, which was looking pretty slim before this news. Um, out now, Return to Grace. It's a cloud console PC, six-hour adventure game. Um, I haven't played it yet. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to try it tonight. Uh, Tales of Arise, cloud console and PC. I think this has two stacks. Is that true? I don't know. Check it out. Find out. 75 to 100 hours. It's got a walkthrough on TA. It's an action RPG role-playing game. February 22nd, everyone has access and no excuse for not playing Bluey the video game cloud console and PC two to three hours. There's a walkthrough if you need it. Uh, and it's an adventure game and oh man, is in an adventure. Such a great time. Uh, February 27th man eater is back just when you thought it was safe to go on game pass. It's cloud console and PC 14 to 17 hours action adventure, open world. Uh, and then there's this Madden Niffle 24. It's a cloud version of sports american football okay i would i would avoid that february 28th indivisible is also back cloud console and pc 15 to 20 hours role-playing platformer metroidvania turn-based it's a lot uh the xbox version has dlc and there are three unobtainable achievements the developer is no more so that will never be fixed more than likely uh the pc version is a stack guaranteed uh and it does not have dlc so it is completable uh and lastly on february 29th we have space engineers cloud console and pc 150 to 200 hours and management so i will not be playing that and uh, we've got some stuff for march but we'll talk about that next week then when it comes to leaving yeah sorry i meant to i thought i was done but i'm not there's (laughs) there's one game leaving this month on February 29th, it's Soul Hackers 2. It's 60 to 80 hours role-playing turn-based. Uh, there you go. Are we waiting for the other shoe to drop here? It seems like uh, there hasn't been much leading lately. I Don't do believe... It. Yeah, I think Just we have a blood... 
think there's a bloodbath coming. Don't mention it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, I think at some point we're going to have a bloodbath. It's going to be 20 games leaving all at the same time. Um, <laughs> yes, that's what I'm crazy. It, yeah, it's so. not on our list, uh, but they did mention in the article Madden 22 is leaving as well. Mm-hmm. Leaving EA that makes play, sense. Usually so. two years. Yeah, I think 22 was doable. Uh, in a short amount of time, twenty three was the one I believe that that jumped up in the hours, like a hundred hours or something like that. Um, so yeah, that's not happening. Was it ever determined what the game is going to be called next year? A while back, we had Madden NFL twenty five. Do you remember that? Back in uh, twenty thirteen. Let me introduce you to that one game that came out last year. By the oh. same name, uh, what was it? That Souls-like game? Uh, Souls? Nope. Confused. There was a there's a Souls game that came out last year, and it was a reboot, mm-hmm. and they named it the exact same thing. Yeah, <laughs> a Lord of the Fallen or Lords, Lords of, the of the Fallen. Fallen. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. So they, they Madden twenty five oh. is not dead. They'll just still be called the Madden twenty five again, and that's fine. If it was a Souls like, I'd be I'd be tempted. Souls like Madden. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they changed it up. That'd be kind of interesting. You know, the, I don't know. So I told my son that uh, Bluey was coming out. Your your son, who's how old? He's thirteen. But okay. um, I need context. We we like Bluey. We, we, it's one of those things, I guess, that if even if you're old enough, like, yeah, adults seem to like it. Everyone just, everyone likes Bluey. I thought there was a gap and between he, uh, like five and oh, 30. That That's, I don't know. You have to be under or over to like it. Yeah, my daughter's 10. She loves Bluey. Yeah, my kids like, love you it would too. think the target age would be, yeah, like five, but. Nope, everyone loves Bluey. But he told me that the game got review bombed. That that's the new term, I guess. And I said, by whom? I, the target audience is not someone that would even know what review bombing is or would care about reviews. So was it just uh, awful? It was not awful. Um, I ah. did see reviews where people said it was a little jank, but I didn't experience that. Uh, IGN gave it a four. PC Gamer a six. A five or ten? At a ten. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, he said it's got looping dialogue, teleportation, not being able to see your character half the time. This is what my I son think, I think I gave it a seven out of ten. Um, but, I, I mean, it looks just like the show. So yeah. uh, a lot went towards that. And I didn't experience any like bad gameplay. It was basic, but it wasn't bad. It was better than Peppa Pig. Here's 100%. the thing: I agree oh, with your seven out of ten. Horrible. Seven out of ten is right, but really? I think I think if you put it on the outright scale of games, it's like a ten out of ten. Like <laughs> outright games, not terribly very good. Uh, this is like on the top of like you know for in terms of like. Am oh, I enjoying wow, my time? Am I really questioning my my life choices here? Uh, this is a ten out of ten for outright games. It's like a dream for you. Uh, I didn't realize they had all of these. I, mean, I, I kind of love outright. But, 
Sometimes I hate JoJo Siwa Worldwide Party. Wow. Yeah, reviewed that one. Yep, completed that one. Classic. Brats. Ugh. Okay, I'm not looking anymore. <laughs> I did this my little pony game. Damn it. Um. Anyway, if you're a parent who has had the unfortunate uh, circumstance of having like the Paw Patrols and Peppa Pig mm-hmm. on your tag and stuff, this is far and above better really? than that. So it's a, it's fine. There's stuff yeah. to do. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a beginning and there's an end, and you can, as an oh. adult, be a little bit engaged into it. And then you can let your kid go and do the cleanup, or you know, go find stickers and things like that. And then you know, you can then do the cleanup. It does a pretty good job of telling you where you've missed stuff, uh, so you can you can yeah, it clean was up great. pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. my kid my kid did majority of the cleanup, and I helped her with like the last four things. So. Now, if this does well, are we going to have like Bluey Grand Prix and like maybe a Bluey Metroidvania? I don't think they'll do the Grand Prix. (laughs) Although I would love if they did like a helicopter game. Um, (laughs) You've seen that episode. Uh, (laughs) Bluey Kart. I mean, I would love more Bluey. Until they ruin it, I would love it. And by reference, you're older than 13? Yes, I'm a little bit older (laughs) than 13. Okay. multiples of 13. <laughs> Bluey is for everybody. I mean, that's got to be the one people will play the most out of all these, right? I mean, yeah. They, they say they won't, but they will. But Tales of Arise is, is a big get. I know X the Hero talks that game up a lot. Oh, right. You did mention that... Uh... There is a stack for a Windows, but TA says it's to be released and it doesn't have the Game Pass tag. However, Ooh. if it just came out today, then like there's only a few, like a couple dozen people have started it. So if uh, if it just came out today, then it it might be there. So check your oh, local listings. Hundred yeah, hour just. stack times two, or hundred hour. I don't know there's almost right. no there's no stats on the Windows version hardly. Hmm. Okay, we shall see. And I wonder what the deal with Maneater was. That's that's back. I still remember when you reviewed that one, Corey. That was a good one. That was like for like we gave we gave away some copies of that too. It was a long time ago. We old. Yep. All right, that brings us to Brecat Kushmos. You got it. Incompletions. Thrash Forever has a new milestone, 2,500 games. Lucas1987 has 3,250. In streaks, we have a whole bunch of people with 50 days. I'll just rattle them off. There's Stega, Redemption Denied, Jeremy DJ, J Black, uh, MDP73, myself, Kushmos, and Rossos Ross, all with 50 days. Then we have a retro chief with actual accomplishments. Retro chief 1969 with 1,150 days. Morbid 237 with 1,700 days. Enigma gamer 77 with 1,900. Bastion reader with 2,250 days. And Seamus McLimey with 2,700 days. All right. Now we're talking gamer score. And Captain Chaos is at 200,000. Carpe Adam 79 is at 400,000. Uh, big ups to L Sock who reached one million gamer score this past week. 
A Gray Shark reached 1.4 million along with Domain. RPG Davies at 1.5 million. So is Blue Thunder and Barthez. Uh, they are all at 1.5 million. Ross House Ross is at 1.8 million. And then Dish, local Brad Camp uh, poster, 2 million gamer score. See? Barthez, uh, brand new. When I put the call out to friend the TA account, Barthez, 1985, sent us a friend request. Conveniently, <laughs> we're about to hit 1.5 million, but uh, congrats to you. And and what is that TA account for uh, those beautiful listeners? Uh, it is uh, um, AH101. <laughs> it's 4639. Damn it. Trying for like a smooth, uh, smooth plug there, but continue on with your brag camp. It was very smooth and and uh, we edited and post, I'm sure. Uh, these jokes don't work well without food. <laughs> In leaderboards, the aforementioned douche is in the top 200 of the gamer score leaderboard. I also got Dish to friend us because, like you said, he keeps bragging in the Camp channel. Hopefully we can get him to listen to the podcast next. But he's uh, he's a crazy one. He completed the entire Call of Duty series and a bunch of other crazy stuff, too. Uh, Nebulae is in the top 200 of North Carolina TA leaderboard. And Septic Earl is top 200 of the USA Gamer score leaderboard. Um, going back to El Sock, uh, he hit his million with the achievement called Mister Sock uh, from the game Run Sausage Run. So, congrats to him. We may be hearing a little more from him in the future. I checked out his Twitch stream; it looked pretty entertaining. Um, one thing I forgot to mention last week, and I apologize, is Waka Pale is a papa again. His new lady got uh, had a baby, so congratulations to to Waka, Angel Waka. Second only to uh, Wild West 08 in terms of uh, offspring. It's true, it's true. But don't feel too bad, Waka. I didn't even mention my own personal uh milestone of uh celebrating 20 years with my with my wife on valentine's day so um we had a nice time and um congrats on the nice yeah, time congrats. thank thank you very much yeah it's uh we're getting all getting old over here can't imagine having a baby at this age jesus walker good luck with that one <laughs> But uh, all good things for everyone. Real life brags are the bestest. Tag me with anything. And before we go, I think we have some something going on. Rocker Dude wants to talk to us here. You guys want to play oh, a come on. small? Come on, let's do it. You want to play a small game? I got a game for you guys. Yeah, just for you two. Oh yeah. All right. I like games. I guess. All right. So I like I've, I've been here in this segment on another podcast and I've, I've altered it it's, it's blind rankings so if you're not familiar with 
what a blind rank is. You're going to get a few things. I'm going to give you five, uh, five of these things, and you have to rank them. Uh, but you have to lock it in before you get the next thing. Uh, and so, yeah, the fear is you don't know what's ahead. So where are you going to place it? And once you agree on an answer, that's where it's locked in. So I've heard this with games, and I am altering this to be achievement lists. So we're going to rank uh, the best five Game Pass achievement list that I've picked out uh, for you here. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I picked out, I tried to pick out lists that both of you have experience in. So you're going to give Go- us a game, and we have to pick one through five where we think it goes without knowing what the other games are. Correct. Okay. Um, Go figure. You guys game way different, so it's very hard to find something uh, <laughs> that you both uh, have uh, some time with. So some of them... At least one of them, you each are kind of gonna. Uh, I'm I'm assuming that you're gonna champion because you have a little bit more experience. If if the other person probably has none, uh, I'm also very shocked you haven't played Celeste. So that's this is, off the table. <laughs> and this is based on your interpretation uh, of how good they are, or this is TAs? I I just pick. Uh, well, I mean, this is just for the the out there in the ether. Like uh-huh. uh, th- this is gonna be AH101 stamped listing of the best achievement list uh out of this Ooh, no right answer yeah so the first one and you guys i'm going to give you links and while you are browsing it briefly uh, i'll go over a little bit so the first one is going to be teenage mutant ninja turtles uh shredder's revenge so if you recall this has 30 achievements thousand gamer score uh mm-hmm. six of them are story related five are cumulative and I believe the rest are kind of miscellaneous. So go ahead and uh, discuss amongst yourselves where you think that this would be like in a top five, one being the best. One best, five worst. Mm. Okay. So um, Turtles Shredder's Revenge has a great list, except for one achievement that makes you have to get all the turtles to max power level 10. Um, in playing the game naturally, once or twice, you get maybe one or two characters up to level 10. You have six characters or seven to do it with. That's four turtles. April. What's in the great case. list? I see. I yeah, think Rocker, yeah. See, I think you picked this one because you're going to love it. I'm going to be kind of indifferent on it. Um, okay. I remember. I yeah. I mean, some of it you had to cheese. I remember multiplayer, like, beating uh, Super Shredder without getting hit. And then, like, uh, we would do, uh, you know, we would have to, like, join the game right at the moment where he gets killed to get credit for that achievement. So Yeah, yeah. There, there were ways to we cheese We did have that. to cheese a few things. Yeah, I get a good list. Yeah. But uh, the story stuff was all good. Lots of achievements. I don't know. Um... How about put that in the middle? Yeah, that's kind of yeah. I kind of feel like a three here. Uh, right, start your base camp a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Give a little room. Okay. I would say yeah. Which I would say middle or or middle high, but not number one. Okay, I I could go with that. Three is good. Three. All right, we're locking in. Uh, Shredder's Revenge at three. three. All right. Your Ooh. next one is a fan favorite, uh, Power Wash Simulator. 
It has 60 achievements uh, total, Zero. 40 of which are base game, <laughs> uh, for a total of 1,360 gamer score. Uh, so far, as of this recording, there is only two paid DLCs that have achievements um, at this time, and it's really hard to rank them. Uh, it's just a lot of miscellaneous achievements. So. Corey, yep. you're evil. <laughs> you are pitting, you're pitting our gaming styles against each other, and we have to agree on a list. That's mean. So if there was an achievement for uninstalling the game, I would put it at the top. But um, since there's not, <laughs> uh, I'll go with what you say, Nate. I mean, what do you think of this list? I like it a lot. <laughs> but is it the I best? I don't like... I don't like that you have to worry about what you're doing and like, you know, the, the ones where you have to do this first, lock first before, yeah, or yeah. saving things for last, yeah. But that's the fun kind of achievement that changes the way you play the game, is which it? is one of the things that I like. Is this is supposed to be Rocker's a mindless, mindless game. Which is why Rocker is mean. <laughs> I mean, if you want to put it at two... You can, yeah, that's where I want to put it, but I don't know what kind of schlock then, he's got. <laughs> got no... <laughs> so the only thing you know is this is all these games are from Game Pass, so everything's from Game Pass. I feel like this has got to be one of the better Game Pass games, but that's me. I'm not gonna say it's the best. We could put it at two. All right, I think two. I'm happy right. with two. I'm well, really I'm happy. In, I don't know how happy you are, but I'm really happy. So. <laughs> All right, we got Power Wash at two. Uh, Shredder's right, Revenge. You don't want to put it at one, though, right? No, 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 no. I think he's. I think he's going to pick a really good game for one. All right, we'll see. Okay. All right. Well, the, this one uh, is a, l a little closer to someone's heart. Um, it is Goat Simulator Three. Has thirty nine mm -hmm, achievements, mm -hmm. thousand gamer score. <laughs> uh, eight are story related. There are seven, I think, if I count it correctly, uh, collectible achievements, and then the other, you know, twenty odd are. Know, miscellaneous stuff um i played this with l every sunday night um for the past month or so and uh been fun so yeah i don't think kush has any experience with this one no but i have i have experience with the original goat sim okay you know all three stacks or whatever that mm, yeah that will sway you or nay no that's a horse um hmm I would say it's just it's more or less a standard list. It makes you play the game. It has some fun stuff to go for, some Easter egg stuff, finding collectibles. Um, I, I think that the worst is yet to come where we're cleaning up and have to find all the stuff we missed. It's been fun finding stuff on our own. There are 200 trophies you have to collect. Yeah. Mm, I'm okay putting it at four or five, but I just yeah you know, we don't know what what's what's uh, yeah what's coming. So I feel like if we you know if you hadn't acquiesced and put Power Wash at two, I think I think putting goats <laughs> in at, at two would have been you know you know what made you happy, and I would have been like okay yeah all right that leaves that still leaves room for a you know cocoon or something at one. Um, mm. <laughs> whatever he's gonna throw our way, so I think four. Yeah, I don't think this is the worst thing he's gonna throw our way, so we have four. Don't, I don't think, think he's gonna have one worse, one best. I hope better. I hope, I hope we don't put some okay. horrible. If you want to put it at five, we can. 
I mean, I, no, I think I think Brock is gonna pick something really gross for. for okay, all right, all right. All well, right, so we're, we're we're locked in at four. Yeah, we're locked in at four. You have one and five. You have the never, best, and you have the worst five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably because the next one is Death's Door. Number one. <laughs> Twenty-four achievements, a thousand gamer score, four missable <laughs> achievements in this one. This is our first one with missables. One story related, and it's just beat the game. Uh, Thirteen collectibles, but it is one that. Has a stack, and I know for a fact, Kush has done both stacks. <laughs> I've done both stacks. Do the second okay. stack in hard mode. Yep. So I know you love the game, but the how game. was the list? I love the list. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember. It had, um, of course, it's got your progression stuff. It's got a couple, uh, do some wacky stuff. Uh, it's got find all the things. Um, it wants you to let's see 100 yeah okay it's got a it's got a difficulty based sort of um for beating the game only ever using an umbrella as your melee weapon so number Built one missable yeah. missable yeah hard mode basically it's hard mode but you wouldn't have known i think i don't i don't think it tells you that from the start you wouldn't have known that that's something you have to do to get an achievement if you're just playing blind so that kind of stinks you know for some people um but for me, man, this is number one. Uh, for me, this is number one because I just love this. It's a little on the low end for achievement number. <laughs> like 24, yeah, that's kind of high for some people. For me, that feels about right to a little bit low. Um, and I would say they're kind of basic. Upgrading this ability, upgrade that ability. Um yeah, a lot of uh, like there's something. Right, this uh, is number something five. Boss What's fight. Next, no one. This no, has got to be one. To, you have to lock this in before. <laughs> this has got to be one. He's not going to go better than this. He can't go better than this. I don't know. I don't know. Are you, you going to be upset if we if I say put this at one? He's going to give us something. No, garbage. I won't be upset. No, he's going to pick Brocado, and we're going. He's going to pick something one. that I like. <laughs> <laughs> we're not putting Brocado mm. in one, Corey. <laughs> uh, he might. Are we locking in that store? Sure. I want it to be at one, but uh, you know, else acquiesced. So. No, it's it's fine. It's fine. Okay. All right. There you go. So number five. Right. What's number five, Corey? So let's, let's do a little recap. Death's no door is uh the number one seed <laughs> here for best achievement list. Power wash simulator second. Teenage mutant ninja turtles shredder's revenge at three. Mm-hmm. Goat simulator three at four. Mm-hmm. And what has inherently become number five? I'll say congratulations. I did not change this list. Headbanger's Rhythm Royale. <laughs> oh, I'm very happy with Nailed this it. list. <laughs> it, you I'm did good. Uh, Headbangers, the infamous uh, live show game from uh, a couple months from January, I think. So, yeah, yeah, one and done. I Where think that was really nice. So I think L was really nice and let me put things where I wanted them. And I'm very happy with this list. I don't know how L feels. Oh, it worked out well. Okay. Oh, it worked out well. Okay. I, I think it's fine. I think um, in the middle, you could kind of switch it. I, to be honest, I thought L would fight harder for Goat Sim. I'm, I really enjoy that game. And I think the list is pretty I good. I couldn't once it was. I couldn't fight for it once Power Wash and Twitter. could have went first. could have went first. No, I couldn't have had it first. I think I think you guys did good. So good job. Yeah, I'm happy with this. Oh man. See now I want I want to go play Power Wash, but it just hasn't dropped in price enough. 
um, to go back. But you, you have it completed, right? I have the base completed. I haven't done any of the DLC. Well, the base is on Game Pass, so you just need to... I need, I need to buy that stuff. Why do I feel like this one has already dropped out of Game Pass? <laughs> maybe, no, it's still in Game Pass. Maybe I just hit it and quit it. Um, but yeah. Uh, there you go. Maybe I'll go get You could buy stuff. the $8 DLC, Nate. <laughs> and the Warhammer DLC just dropped, right? Or is that about to drop? It's going to. Yeah, that's why I said as of today. I don't know what's happening with that. Yeah. If it has, it may, may maybe it doesn't have achievements. I don't know, but but yeah. DLC soon. Okay. And that one, the does. achievements for it on the DLC, like every there's like usually five levels, and each one has two achievements: one for beating it, and one for doing something specific in it, which I think is good for DLC. Yeah, I, I like it kind of mix. They could they yeah. could have better um better score. It's like 180. I don't know why they don't do a thousand for these DLCs, but whatever. Well, I mean, yeah, I think thousand. I think a thousand makes sense for a game of this size, as opposed to you know kill five snakes is a thousand gamers go that's dumb but this uh i think this you could absolutely inflate it a little more yeah sure i I guess you don't want to cap yourself out at five thousand too quickly so maybe 500 but yeah yeah and i guess because they've got all these uh you know um basically you know ips that they're attaching themselves to and and co-oping with they're leaving themselves a lot of room so yeah, th- this is like this is a game that uh, it's hard to see a, a sequel for. So it's like just keep building on what you have, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. New map. Bring on Death Store Two. Yeah, right. So, uh, but good job. I I thought that was a fun segment. I've been listening to uh, with just games, so I figured uh, achievement list would be fun too. So, thanks for uh, humoring me. Yeah, thanks. That was fun. I liked it. I liked yeah. it. I think it would be just a fun. As fun if you just gave us the five games and we tried to rank it, but um, well, the, achievement hundred one hundred one, you know, too. had to put a spin on it. Well, it would have been funny if we it. had to defend Rhythm Royale as number one. <laughs> if we didn't agree with it, if we had to defend it it's, and be like, yeah, it's, you're, you're, it's you're a higher, would have changed. It's got the highest ratio. Hey, oh, good one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's got it worth the most TA score, so it's the best. <laughs> Got a banging soundtrack. <laughs> Banger. Literally. Aw. We're gonna have to bring Fufu back for some 20 questions action. Been a while. Has been a while. Oh man. All right. That was fun. Thanks for joining us, Corey. On a short notice. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, we look forward to your next re- uh, return. And for Wild West's return, you'll be a year older and uh, three or four kids uh, more. <laughs> more. <laughs> All daughters, of course. And um, uh, Nate, Corey, I'm Big Al. And we'll catch you down the road. Class is dismissed. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hello, everyone. I'm Walker Pale, and with me today I have. Oh, this is Elroy. I'm uh, I'm here with Walker Pale. We're hanging out in you know Sweden together today. And today we are going to do a ranking of rats. I'm a big fan of uh, the publisher Atalaika. I know that it is a divisive or used to be a divisive publisher, uh, but I think they are not the worst offenders among. Uh, 
shovelware publishers by any means. Oh my gosh, no, they're they're tame these days. I mean, they they've been able to keep it in their pants. They're uh, you know only doing the thousand gamer score. All these other publishers, man, they're up to like five thousand per game. I mean, it's in, it's insane, but. I mean, they they made it cool before it was cool. They were the originals, them and uh, old Hamster, ACA, and uh, then I guess East Asia would probably be the third one to the party. But now, man, there's so many of them. It's it's insane. Rathalaika has kept to 1,000 game score for each of their titles. Uh, They usually trim their achievement lists if they are too difficult on other platforms so there's not many games that are actually difficult they do have a handful that is that is Mm -hmm. a challenge to complete but they have released 257 games (laughs) wow man they made a lot in the last few minutes that's crazy so yeah they uh Oh no, that's that's music to my ears. Well, I mean, you think about like one per week ish, and then if they've been around for about five five years, that's two hundred fifty ish games. So that's that's kind of what they'd be. Yeah, it adds up. It's math. So, but I, I did want to say thanks for uh, thinking of me with this. Uh, I've been a long, long fan of the Rat, and uh, I've uh, kind of sad as I've seen you pass me on the leaderboard, but I'm gonna get back on it. No, oh, I'm, I'm sure you'll catch up if you put your mind to it. I've slowed down significantly. Oh, are you? I thought you were ahead of me by now. So, uh, man. I'm still ahead of you as far as I know, but uh, I've slowed down. Well, yeah, that's... uh, And by the way, congratulations on uh, your accomplishment there. Thank you. Uh, I've uh, started 207 games and I completed 206 of them. Wow. That's that's a pretty good uh, (laughs) completion rate there. Well, I'm currently working on Fearmonium, which is... It's pretty good. It Unfortunately, I couldn't finish it, but I, I would probably put it in my top five. Well, where'd you end up on the leaderboard? What number are you? 79. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm rocking number 125. So I've, I've started 208 of those games and I've finished 192. So. Oh, so you've got me beat by one then. Yeah. I just, you know, every once in a while I just forget to finish them. And so, yeah. <laughs> by every once in a while, I mean, it looks like about 26 times. So, yeah. So we just wanted to, you know, memorate our wonderful love for the Rattalaika uh, franchise and uh, talk about top five. And this was, uh, I, I can attest, that this was a doozy of a task, man. Like, I thought, oh, man, this would be easy and I'll just breeze right through it. And, and but no, you get that when you start going through it. I thought, yeah, top five, how, how difficult can it be? And then I started looking more closely and, yeah, there's 207 ga- games I've played and, yeah, some of them are quite good and you really want to put them in the top five, but it turns out oh, there's no. like 10 of them. Oh, yeah. I, I got stuck at around 15 and then I, oh, man, then I was like, oh, and then I started making some difficult choices and finally got down to five, but... Oof, oof! I got some uh, honorable mentions, that's for sure. So uh, that I, I can just mention, uh, not really go into, but um, so yeah. So uh, I feel like before I get started on my list, I have a bunch of criteria to go over that of what I use to narrow it down to my final choices. So I'm sure you have your your list of things that you were looking for. So and our list should be pretty different, right? My criteria was really simple. It was, how much did I enjoy this game? <laughs> there you go. All right. Let's see, I, I think I maybe overthought this. And and just on the front end, to let everyone know, uh, we have not compared notes. We It's entirely possible, but not plausible, that we would 
have the exact same top five. I highly doubt that's going to happen, but it could. This could be a very awkward conversation if we all chose, you know, both chose the same five. Yeah, find that highly unlikely. Uh, we might, highly unlikely. We, we yeah. might have one or two in the same top five, but yeah, the, these Ratalika publishers, none of the games are exactly going to set the world on fire, but uh, a few of them are very good for their niche. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's what I wanted to kind of point out is that what I'm looking for in a Rataleka game is not what I'm looking for, like, say, you know, in another game. Like, so if you're going to buy in a Rataleka game and uh, you're expecting the the big box, you know, the AAA game here, then that's probably, you're probably going to leave unfulfilled. However, if you're an old person like me and you enjoy playing a bunch of really awesome little easy, well, not easy, but like just simple games back in the day like on the nes and all the different consoles over the years uh for me it's just a a love of nostalgia and they're really cheap it's kind of like junk food gaming it's like you you get a nice little simple experience and you know you only pay five dollars so it's like the you know price of a uh, some food that you probably shouldn't be eating so uh but here's my quick criteria for it so the first thing that i used to eliminate is no guides needed so I don't need a 20 to 30 minute video from Achievement Land or Chivo guys or whatever to follow along to know what all the passcodes are, where to find everything. And the flip side is that is that I'm not going to play it if that's what the game is about without a guide. So those are a write out. So there's a lot of those where you, you know, like point click type things or where you, you go here, you get this, you go there, here's the code, blah, 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 blah. So you won't see any of those. Immediately you disqualified all of my games from the list. <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> the guide's not needed, but uh, they are useful. Okay. So there you go. So we're probably going to be different on that. The second criteria, visual novel games, right out. No place here. Uh, I'm not going to, sorry, no, I'm not going to read it. And it's not a game. It's like a, a PowerPoint presentation. I don't even know. I don't even really consider those games. But anyhow. No uh, Shiba Inus or Enter the Dragon this time. No, 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 no dragon porn, uh, <laughs> nothing like that, or, or uh, whatever uh, the other one with the velociraptors on the Africa, whatever. All right, so, and then preachy or edgy stories. That's not a rat. Leave all that stuff for uh, the games you pay more than five, ten dollars for. So, if the story is gonna tell you all about somebody with an abusive father that like overcame depression by building a shelter for cats or, or something, What uh, some long, drawn-out emotional story. That's not what a Rataleka is about. What a Rataleka is about is, here you go. I could say that uh, that's not exactly true. There are at least 10 of those games <laughs> among the public. Well, that's games. right, but that's, that's, that's not going to be any of the ones that are on my list. So if they are that, no, no thank you. You can go buy like a, a real game for that. We, we, we're not here for the story. The story we're looking for is more along the lines of, uh, like, big-ass robots from the future need to be stopped. Here's a gun. Go go take care of it. That's that's kind of all the story you need for a Rataleka game. And, like, if it can't be summarized in about two skippable paragraphs, you know, in, like, 8-bit font uh, at the beginning of the game, then it's not probably not on my list. And then I must throw a little asterisk here is that many are probably saying right now, well, Elroy... We know 100% that you're going to break this rule because there's no way that the game Sagebrush isn't into your top five given the way that they shouted you out in the game. 
Well, while I do appreciate Relica, that you did give me a shout out to Br'er Elroy on the door of the trailer in Sagebrush, it will not be in my top five because I just can't be bought that easily. Of course, it's my honorable mention at number six. So thank you, Relica, for remembering me. All right. Now, <laughs> so that one's not in my top five. Uh, and then lastly, replayability of Desire uh, or Desire to play a sequel of it. So there's this huge money-making opportunity for Lake out there. All they have to do is just re-release all of them on the X, like the the X, like the, the new one. And if, if they did that, I mean, oh my gosh, they would make so much money. I don't know why. They did it once. With once? Oh yes, I'm going to talk about Reed. that one. Yes. Yes. So they had, I mean, all you have to do is just re-release it and we're not it's not like we're going to be upset about we're going to forgive you if you want to play them you'll play them if you don't want to spend the money on it again you're not going to spend the money on it but for those of us that love some of these games we would love to have the opportunity to get more achievements on them uh one more time through kind of a thing or maybe even like a a rare replay like uh make like a big old collection, collection game <laughs> yeah i mean i would play the hell out of that thing yeah, so i think please have it quite a difficult time to put something like that together <laughs> right, considering they're all different almost <laughs> all of their games are from different uh, developers right. unless they are uh, sequels right but you know they don't need them all they i mean just get about 25 30 of them on there and then you can make and when people see what a success that was then they could you know make addition uh, two or something you know I mean, i'm just trying to help you out right like and then oh i guess there was a, uh, one last thing and then sadness when it's over so Obviously, when you get all of the achievements in one of these games, as a true achievement hunter, you're just going to stop playing the game wherever you're at in the game, even if the game's not over. If the game hits that point before the actual end of the game occurs and you feel sadness knowing that you'll never see how it ends because you're not going to play it past that point where you got the last achievement, then you know it's a winner. So there you go. Those are all my criteria. <laughs> if the game has achievements that last through the entire game, it's usually higher quality than some of the other stuff that just lasts right. 15 minutes. If you see a rat like uh, where you actually have to complete the game, it's probably a bit higher quality than some of their worst titles. Right, but there are a couple that are some really good ones that you don't have to complete the game. And I, I definitely felt sadness when those were over. So that's kind of where I'm looking at it from. So if I, if there was actually a, something deep inside me that ultimately gets squashed because there's no way I'm going to play a game after I got all the achievements, but if there was something deep inside that made me want to, even though I didn't, then I know it was good. I can tell you that every single one of my picks uh, have a complete the game achievement. Okay. I think um, two of mine don't, but no, one of mine doesn't. So, all right. Who wants to start this thing? Let's just do this. Well, you can go first at five. Okay. All right. Number five. This kind of feels like a VSS. This one's going to probably be my most controversial. Uh, it just kind of barely edged in there at the number five spot. It's a strategy turn-based game, and it's just good, dumb fun. And it's called... Bone Marrow. Bone Marrow rocks a whopping 2.34 stars on TA. Uh, so very, uh, you know, a lot of room for growth there. And if no one's ever played it, which is very likely because it has a whole 1,300 tracked gamers, uh, give or take a few, then... I feel that box art for this game is very misleading. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's that's fair fair statement. Yeah, I mean the box art. If you would describe the the box art, um, I, I can. Yeah, for those who that can't see the box art in front of you, basically it's looks like a very scary wizard skeleton guy with uh, some magical powers and uh, just very scary looking. I mean, it looks like he would tear you up. Yeah, it looks like a lich. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 pretty good. He's holding the 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 sword on the wrong end just to show you how, how you know how cool he is. I mean. Anybody that can levitate a sword, you know, with the blade towards their hand as opposed to hold it, you know. I mean, you don't have to levitate it. You could just hold it. I mean, you don't have to show off like he that. He best not drop it or he'll cut his wrist. <laughs> Indeed. He'd probably die a second time. So, the, um, yeah, Bone Marrow, that I believe was the King of the Dead. That's one of the achievements in the game, which was King of the Dead. And that this one does have a completion. You have to beat the game. Now, this game... It's uh, not exactly what you would think from the cover art. The cover art implies that you're going to be, it's going to be like a dungeon crawler. You're going to be like, you know, hacking, slashing, and and just, you know, one of those type games. Uh, but no, it opens up, and then, what is this? There's like a little box. Okay, well, that's interesting. Your character's like very small <laughs> inside this box, and there's like little things all around you. And so, uh, basically there's if you've never played it again which is likely uh there's another game that kind of sort of took the same concept there's a couple games that kind of have the same concept but they made a lot more money with it i think uh one in particular has 31,000 tracked gamers you know give or take uh it's called merge and blade where you're basically aligning a game pass title yeah and it's it's available in case you want to try it and uh, to warm yourself up for bone marrow. But uh, it, you know, where you put the the same type of characters next to each other and then they make a bigger character and stuff like that. It's that kind of concept. And there's also an ACA game. I couldn't remember what it was called, but there's an ACA game where you like rotate a board and there's like these characters falling out of the sky and you basically align them and try to match colors. It's kind of a combination of that. So, but you're in the... Uh, and someone I'm sure knows what the name of that game was. <laughs> I can't not for the life of me remember what that stupid game was called. Uh, I didn't really enjoy it, so. But this one I did. But uh, so anyway, so your all your stuff's on like the left hand side, and then on the right hand side you might see some similar items. Now, for example, if there's a shield that has a two on it, and then there's a shield that has a two on it, uh, directly horizontal from it on the right hand side, you would hit right, and all the things would fly to the right. And then the two shield and the two shield would make a four shield. And that four shield is like going to protect you as you are finally going to get to a an enemy that you can attack. But that's basically all it is to it. And I know it sounds massively boring, like uh, kind of like, <laughs> I don't know, you're just hitting left or right, up or down, just building up these little numbers. But then you'll get to like an enemy that has like some stuff and you got to attack and basically you just you know, use left or right or whatever to collide into them. And, you know, then it would cause the damage caused by your sword that you've built up and uh, by hitting, you know, building up the little blocks from, you know, one to two to four to eight to 16 to 32 to whatever. And it takes off damage. And then if they hit you, then it takes away your shield. When your shield's gone, you do have hit points. And it's just, uh, that's basically the formula. You just keep going and the, the enemies get progressively harder and you just keep, 
hitting <laughs> left, right, up and down, and and uh, it's. Uh... I remember very little from this game, other than it's it's a bit counterintuitive. You can basically power up your character to become extremely powerful by leaving the first enemies alive, uh, so that no difficult enemies ever arrive so you can just keep powering up powering up powering up until you oh, I are know that. so extremely powerful that you can one shot everything including the final boss that must have been in a solution that was posted long after i played it because when i played it, it was it was actually kind of challenging and it was uh, enjoyable it was challenging until i realized that's something you could do and i don't know if i learned that from a guide somewhere if i figured it out myself it says that I've got 49 minutes on the game, and it has a one oh, to two hour yeah. completion estimate. Yeah, it looks like uh, there was a guy. Yeah, there was a guy posted somehow. Yeah, someone posted that, but the gamer has been removed, so I'm not sure when it was posted. I don't know if you can see what time or the date and time on it since the gamer's been removed, but I'm pretty sure that was posted after I played because I sure didn't see that. I actually played it legit. And, uh, I mean, it was not like super challenging, but that would have made it, uh, yeah, that would have probably kind of taken the fun out of it because, you know, you kind of had to be a little more strategic. It did. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you you zapped the fun out of it there. I uh, did. Waka. Man, okay. Well, I mean, but that's what achievements hunters do. That's why we can't have nice things is we figure out the loopholes and then, uh, you know, what would have been an otherwise enjoyable experience? Not so much because we just, you know, point A to point B as fast as possible. So props to you, but I had fun with it. I know it took a while for me to figure it out because I, so I think this game is doable in less than 30 minutes. If you go in with that knowledge. Oh yeah. So let me see here. Well, I mean, it took you 49 minutes to get to completion. I don't know if you dilly-dallied, but uh, I, I took an hour and 14 minutes. So I guess, yeah, it shaved off about 30 minutes of it. So And uh, I did, did play this legit for a bit before I figured out. I, th- I think I figured uh-huh. it out myself. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a rat or something which cannot pick up loot the other enemies. They can pick up loot for you so that you can't really create super powerful combos. Yeah, there you go. Well... So if you want an enjoyable experience, just go into it. Just don't read any of the guides and just... uh, And forget what we just said. Yeah, and and don't listen to us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So that that was Bone Marrow. Bone Marrow, number five. Yes, that's my number five entry. I assume that was not on your list. (laughs) It was not. Just barely missed it. (laughs) It was way down there. Yeah, yeah. I think the... Most people are with you on that one. Not, again, that was my more controversial one. I, I don't know. I just liked it. I just thought it was a good, fun, dumb game. So well, there I, you go. I'll start with a somewhat controversial one. I uh, picked Cat Maze as my number five. Uh, the uh, Slavic mythology Castlevania made by one single guy and uh, a musician. It's made by Slava Greece and Expect the Amour. I like it more than it deserves, probably, because I'm a sucker for uh, mythology. And uh, I know some things about Slavic folklore, but not much. It was a nice story. It was uh, some fun characters. Uh, The graphics are not great. There are some uh, technical issues that can take away from the enjoyment from it. But otherwise, it's a solid Metroidvania. Uh, The soundtrack is 
a bit strange because modern uh, video game music you do not remember modern video game music and uh, this has a bit of a more exciting soundtrack for better or worse uh, if you like the music great but if you don't like it you're going to notice it more than the average soundtrack especially how poorly some of the tracks loop is it uh i mean it's cat may so does it have a better soundtrack than captain cat you know it's difficult to top Captain Cat. <laughs> Captain Cat just has one good track at the start. That's true, menu. but it's a doozy though. It's a doozy though. All right. it, it is pretty good. So, and when and I say pretty what? good, I'm not sure "good" is the best word to describe that. Memorable, memorable. It's memorable. It's very memorable. It's very memorable. Yes. <laughs> so you said that one dude made this whole thing game. Now uh, that. One Slavic guy made this whole game. So it, that reminds me, of course, of another wonderful uh, game that was made by a, a single guy and his son um, that the you know, Pirate Xbox game. was. A, yeah, so uh, it took the gaming community by storm and uh, was all about a quest about a turtle. Wow. And they, at the end, they, they promised us a sequel and it never has come. I mean, it said to be continued. Is that poor little turtle, spoiler alert, was taken away on a cart. And uh, yeah, so anyhow, is it, uh, is it live up to those expectations? And it was free as well. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Until it wasn't. And uh, purged <laughs> from the store. Indeed, it was. Ah, good times. Now, this I I hadn't actually never heard of this game here. So, Cat Maze. This is uh, interesting. I mean, there's only 123 people that have played it. It's a 10 to 12 hour completion. It's very That's likely crazy. a lot more people that have played it. But uh, the first achievement probably takes as long to get as the uh, completing a normal Breath of Laika game. I, I don't think you'll get an achievement in the first 30 minutes or an hour. Yeah, start a real adventure looks like that's the first one. So yeah, I'm sure so that, it, yeah. if we take a brief look at the first achievement, and we can see that 100% of TA's players has gotten it since it's the first achievement, but... Uh, yeah, only 31% of uh, starters on Xbox. So, yeah, this has not sold huge numbers. Hmm. And I wonder if it's just because it's under the Rattleica banner and it's doesn't look to be your typical game. I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, just the 10 to 12 hour completion is like one of the more challenging ones. And, yeah, it's just... Uh... I don't find this very challenging, but uh, it's way more involved than most Rattalikas and you don't need a guide for this game but uh, as usual with Metroidvanias there are well open 100% of the map and doing all the side quests and some of the side quests can be a little bit difficult to find so mm. uh, and I say a little bit the this game was made by one person the map is not extremely big it's big but not too bad very doable basically yeah I mean you probably do a lot more in other games, I would imagine. Yeah. At launch, it had a few uh, technical issues, which uh, since have been taken care of, I've heard. Uh, there was one area where enemies were supposed to teleport beside you, but it teleported into you 100% of the time. <laughs> and the only way to survive was to uh, attack as soon as they teleported into you. But you, you really had to pay attention and be 
Well, not uh, pixel perfect, but you had to be really, really close to not take damage when they teleported into you. And I think that issue was taken care of. <laughs> this developer also recently released um, Pheromonium, which I'm currently playing. And it's also a Metroidvania. It takes place in a depressed boy's head. So mm. you, you would probably give it wide berth. But uh, it, <laughs> it reminds me quite a bit of Cuphead. Yes, the, it, the oh, graphics yeah. are a huge upgrade. Yeah, it looks really good, considering it's just one person who made the entire game. Cool. It's not at the same quality as Cuphead, but it yeah. It, if you look at the trailer, you'll see that uh, why I I make that connection. So is it just like real cartoony, or is it more like thematic in the like 30s or what was it the 20s for the Cuphead? I think it was that style of drawing. It, it's uh, animated. It's a very it's a very expressive animations. It feels a bit over animated sometimes, and there's uh, trains with faces and stuff like that. So yeah, that's they are very similar, and it looks like there's there are uh, shoot 'em up sh- sections as well. So uh, if you if you wanted <laughs> Cuphead to be a Metroidvania, I guess you should check out Fermonium. <laughs> there you go. Well, there's a lot of people in the community that are big uh, Castle Roid folks, so I'm sure that they'll. Uh, yes, I've only played uh, and defeated the first two bosses, and uh, I've really liked it so far. It might uh, get worse from here, but uh, I'm hoping it's get it gets better. I just got the double jump, so <laughs> cool. Well, all right. So that was Cat Maze. Your Waka's number five, and moving on to Elroy's number four. Ooh, all right. So, my number four. This one is uh, my newest entry onto the Rodaleka Top 5. So, it released less than a year ago. So, it's still a little uh, little young and uh, still aging. But uh, it's a nice little gem. And that I remember I was at Achievement Fest this last uh, summer, and I was actually telling people about this one. I was, uh, uh, I can't remember who it was though, because I'm old and I forget crap, but I believe it was either Fug, Exprovos, or Retro Chief. I'm pretty sure it was one of them three. So, anyway, I was telling about this, uh, nice little Raleka game that I just played not too long ago, and that they check it out. It's, it's actually really good. And so, the game is Still Defier. This one, I, I, I didn't know if it was. It was one of those games where I kind of like bow marrow, where I was just like, maybe it was just me that really liked this one. But then I started looking into it, and I was like, oh wow, this one's actually tied for tenth on the Rattalaka Games rankings. So, I mean, that's not saying a whole lot. I mean, it only has two point nine stars, but that's good enough for a tie for tenth place on there. So. It's definitely in the top echelon of the 250-something games out there. Uh, so, yeah, and, when, you, when you mentioned the game, I had no idea what you're talking about. Now that I'm looking it up, yeah, I played this game. and Yeah? Mm. Uh, no? Oh, man, was it just me? Oh, my goodness. Let, let me guess. There's a... You just... You at the menu, you go backwards, you go out the back door, and then you can circle around and go to the exit, and it's over. Is that no. is there another short, <laughs> shortcut? I, 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 I don't I know. Can't, I, can't, I can't remember. 
glitching or doing anything weird with this. I played it as intended. Uh, yeah, but you definitely don't need a guide for this one. Well, there you go. Well, that was one of my boxes, see? Uh, I mean, I think you, there are guides available, and the only thing it might tell you is kind of... I, I don't remember if it was like randomly generated to some degree or not. I can't remember, but I, I'm thinking it wasn't. So you could see exactly which rooms. I don't think so. Yeah, so you would be able to see which rooms have which power-ups, I, I would guess. If, But it's not like this game is huge. There's only like 40-ish rooms, I think is what it said. Yeah, it's it's a bite-sized Smash TV, if I remember correctly. Oh, I am so glad you said that. That was I was going to say that. It, was, that. it reminds me of Smash TV, except for there's not waves of monsters like coming to kill you and you're not like it's not like a gory kill them all uh in fact it's kind of the opposite uh someone when i was talking about it at achievement fest uh someone told me that i again fug Exprovo's retro chief i'm so sorry i can't remember who was talking to me about this uh but they told me i should try disc room and i was like oh yeah disc room that is just like i hadn't really thought of it but disc room um that's uh, another one i think it just left game pass but disc room is very similar in the concept of it and like where you're in a room and you're trying not to die and there's all these things trying to kill you and you just in disc room you just have to stay alive and not die but in this one this uh and steel defier that's the game i'm talking about uh it's a little different uh because you have to collect key cards this or something that looks like a key card uh while avoiding obstacles so it's like all these obstacles are kind of like flying at you like there's like moving platforms that'll crush you there's lasers that'll kill you there's like some heat seeking stuff that chases you around the room so you kind of have to duck dip and dive around everything while trying to work your way over to the key card because let's say you need like 15 of them to open the door or to basically beat the room and then everything just disappears you know like you get the 15th card and then pew, you know the room shuts down yeah I, I think i would enjoy this game a bit more if the perspective hadn't been so weird because you you see not oh, yeah. top down you you see from an angle right. so it can be difficult <laughs> to see where your character is and especially where your enemies are that sometimes fly as well so uh, i felt the game was a bit unfair you often got hit by things you didn't expect to get hit by yeah no that's fair because like it is kind of a weird angle and when you're jumping it looks you kind of jump <laughs> it's like you're you almost rotate sideways a little bit i don't know it's like it's it that was a a little minor nuisance on it i'll admit and then there's also some rooms where visibility is an issue which is a pet peeve of mine that where they you know limit your visibility not a fan of that but still there's something about this game though i'm not really sure what it is though so yeah it's it's challenging enough that you feel good about yourself when you finish it but then if you look at the on the on the site it's like that was only worth 30 tad like the whole game was worth 30 tad you're like what the that's the thing as you said it there is something about it so most people that start it they intend to complete it from the beginning but there's not a lot of people that drop off because it's a bad game it is a good game and it is fun uh i I do have and it's quick i do have yeah it's really quick it can be done in less than 30 minutes it it is good for what it is Uh, but i have some issues with it Uh, mainly the um yeah, the angle of the camera uh, yeah, was a big issue fair. for me. I had the difficulty to tell where I was safe and where I wasn't. Right, but 
by the end though you probably kind of get it down like you kind of like okay i kind of you know you kind of figure out the little wonkiness of it and and in the in the off chance like in the off chance you do get hit and you're more supposed to and you die i mean it's really quick restart it's like okay well you know i'll get this time you know it's not like a big deal it's not like it shoots you all the way back to the beginning of the game like i mean if you die you just basically just redo the room you know, it's yeah like, okay so nice and easy and uh and then the key cards can help you out a little bit more sometimes they spawn like right next to you sometimes it's super inconvenient and you gotta like work really hard for one and yep there, there's some randomness to it uh, eventually if you die in a room you'll get it eventually and so it's just uh but it keeps you hitting play keeps you hitting you know retry until the end so i mean i don't know it's just a nice little quick experience very unique and yeah i definitely want to see it as an x release or a sequel or something maybe a little longer game or a version of it but yeah anyway it's a it's a good little game so if you haven't played it go check it out it's 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 a it's worth one it's worth the five dollars yeah, you'll pay it's for it's worth it. the five bucks that they ask for it uh, that's for sure so there you go. That's my number four. But number there's, four. there's not any tad in it. It's it's <laughs> yeah, one thousand game scores worth uh, one thousand thirty TAs. Yeah, it's it's probably more like a twelve hundred ish. If you were to you know normal challenge wise, if you were to rank it kind of in, in challenge, I'd I'd put it about twelve hundred ish. Not that that's some big step up, but definitely more than thirty. I mean, thirty tads like a dang visual novel. I mean, you know, you just hit. I don't know. Thirty just seems really low. It's it's kind of bizarre. Yeah, it, so. it, it does. It's more challenging than thirty. I feel like. Yeah, but uh, yeah, eight hundred thirty-one people have uh, played it. So there's a lot of you out there listening. That uh, uh, yeah, go check it out. It's it's a good one. So it's my favorite new one. Yeah. So how about you, Wag? What you got? Number four. Number four. Uh, I know that you you have some history with this game and i'm Ooh. i'm not sure if you're a fan it is intrepid issy oh my gosh <laughs> oh i got some things to say about this game i'll let you build it up i'll let you build it up and then i'm going to bring this this house down yeah in- intrepid issy is a very old school uh, metroidvania which was or- originally released on uh, the dreamcast like a decade after they stopped selling the console uh, the uh, <laughs> xbox port is uh, yeah it's really good it's a very fun uh, very old school and i mean old school in the way as it feels like a very old platformer it's like a super mario game where nothing really makes sense you just play through themed levels and uh, it's just very random uh, but it's uh, nicely animated, it looks great, uh, it plays very well. It's a bit annoying the way the powers work, that you have to go to uh, uh, go to a shop and change clothes to activate different powers. But, uh, yeah, that's the only negative thing I have to say about it. It would be nice if you could just change your powers on the fly, but you can't do that. So if you want your double jump, you have one... Uh, suit for that and if you want uh, to throw dynamite that blocks you need another suit and uh, there's a lot of uh, going back to town to change your outfit Uh, but otherwise i feel it's a really solid metroidvania okay that being said well that's weird it doesn't say that it's a metroidvania on the genre it seems like it's falsely billed as something else on ta 
is, oh my gosh, what is this, a beat-em-up? Well, now, I do understand the beat-em-up components, even though it doesn't follow the true beat-em-up. Uh, you do uh, there, lay hands on people. Uh, there's a lot of laying of hands. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of a melee lot of combat and a lot of ki yeah. kicking and punching going on. But yeah, yeah. there's this is not a beat-em-up by any good <laughs> definition of the... Like, what does TA... Okay. It, what do, do you want to sink? Do you want to sink or anything with a clap or beat them up? Games involve close quarters combat. Okay, Two. that's fine. One uh, against generally small to medium sized groups of relatively weak enemies. Yep, that so far so good. Which usually must be defeated before you can progress. Yeah, they do not. You don't have to do, defeat them. Generally, weapon choice is limited or non-existent, and character skill upgrade progression is minimal. Yeah. So yeah, there's quite a bit of uh, skill upgrades and progression. What what was the, the part about it has to have, like, you have to beat, like, series of enemies before moving on? I guess it does, mean because there's rooms that lock around you when you enter them, and you have to beat up all the enemies before you're allowed to proceed. So I could see where it would, it would itch in. Uh, yeah, so... It should it, be a... The least, definition it, of it, the, it, the beat them up is... I don't think it's really close, other than close quarters combat. There's... Uh, Nothing beat em up ish about this game. In that case, is Gu Guacamole a beat em up? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's exactly like that game. You're right. That's that's a great comparison to this game. Yeah, it's very close to Guacamole, except uh, Guacamole is probably better. <laughs> probably. Yes, yeah, so well, getting back to that. So, okay, gu here's Guacamole my is better. Hey, I was suck. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, I was suckered into this game. How was I suckered into this? Because they put a beat 'em up tag on it, and this is not, you know, this is a very loose interpretation of a beat 'em up. And I was expecting a nice little easy ride, like a beat 'em up. Okay, that's so maybe my expectations were off. Now, I that's forgivable. I don't mind playing a good, you know, some castle roids here and there. But yeah, it's not what gets me about this game is like you said with the suits. You can't change your suits. Like you, it seems like she's carrying around a. a she could carry around a backpack and keep her outfits in there or something. I don't know. But the fact that you have to go back to the house to change outfits actually breaks the game for me because what happened to me is I thought I was stuck, but then I realized I wasn't stuck because there was. Um, I didn't realize that I had to just use the miner's outfit to activate a platform that I couldn't see that was outside of my range of vision. So I blew up the little thing down at the bottom and then a platform was appearing uh, where I couldn't see it. And then I could jump on it and escape the area. But I thought I was stuck. But now I'm really stuck. Like I, I can't progress because I have the miner's outfit on. I got into the mine cart that is like a, a sort of mini you know, game. Yeah, mini game like the on the track. Don Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's I was trying to think of Mine which game kind of made that famous, where you're jumping rails and not falling in pits and stuff. So it's a, a little sequence like that, and that takes you to a new area. In that new area, there's no warp out. There's these little stands that allow you to warp back to your house or to a city and escape. And there's a save point. Now you can't actually use the save points to warp. It just saves your progress. So Until you I saved get my... an upgrade, which allows you to move between save points. Well, I don't have that upgrade. So you would think that there would have. Okay, so I'm at this area that has a save point, and I'm like an idiot, I saved my my game because that's just what you do. And so it was probably 
within 20 minutes, I realized, oh no. And because I can't go anywhere. There's a pit that I have to jump over that I need the flying squirrel costume for. And I went and looked to see like a walkthrough on how to beat this part. And no walkthrough I've seen is he wearing the, or she wearing the minor outfit. I got the wrong outfit on. I cannot change outfits. I cannot warp out of there. I cannot go anywhere. I am stuck in this area. I can't jump in the cart and backtrack down the tracks. It won't let you enter the cart because it, that was the previous, you know, that it wouldn't make sense anyway. So I can't progress in this game. I'm four hours and 23 minutes into this game and I cannot do anything. I am, I've tried everything i uh maybe i need to get you on some kind of chat maybe i'm a complete idiot and i will apologize over and over to miss izzy if it's a an id 10t error that i am just not able to see something but as far as i can see i cannot progress and other people have complained about this i looked it up and other people have complained that the game breaks uh when you go like certain things like Something with a vampire costume, and I didn't even get that far because I got stuck, you know, holding the bag in the mine. So, yeah, um, I, I, I can know. I can see that happening. And uh, once you get the uh, teleportation abilities, that is no longer an issue. But oh gosh, I wish I, I'd gotten I, that. I can see some places where you can get stuck if you go there with the yeah. wrong outfit. Yeah, but that's, and, that's usually backtracking and going back to areas where you are not well. You're not supposed to go back there until you get an additional upgrades. But yeah, uh, yeah the part that you're describing, I just do not remember. Yeah, there's a skeleton you have to kill, and then there's like some guy that's trying to jump over a pit, and then there's like a a bell that you can hang to ring to open something. But I don't have half of the bell i don't have the squirrel costume to jump over the pit and i've already killed the skeleton and he just gave me half the bill but i need the other half and that's all there is in this area and there's no way out (laughs) there's just no way out I, I I don't know. I my only hope is that they'll reclassify this as something other than a beat 'em up and then I'll just put this in the uh in the finished pile and uh this never really speak say of metroidvania it again. a platformer metroidvania and uh, beat them up yeah, yeah I, I can see it but in if that's the case then uh guacamole should also have right. the beat them up tags i agree yeah but uh yeah so i'm sorry i don't like this game uh, it's entirely possible at some point in my life i will replay it and maybe really enjoy it if i play it in the correct sequence but for now Man, it's just tough to go back after you waste uh, all that time. I don't know. Well, you, you are saying that you are four and a half hours deep into the game, uh, mm-hmm. and I completed it in five five hours and nineteen minutes. <laughs> so, uh, so, did you follow uh, any kind of guide or something? Because I don't. Nope. Half the time, I don't know where to go. Like it took nope. me. Uh, an hour to find the garlic, maybe. Maybe two hours to find the garlic. And I think that's one of the first things you're supposed to do. I did consult a guide to find the mussels. Because there are, uh, there are hidden muscles over, and not the, oh. the kind that you have in your body, but the uh, <laughs> sort of the shellfish what you call kind. shellfish kind, yeah. yeah. And uh, there are quite a few of those that you have to find. And I don't think they are marked on the map or anything. So uh, I had to huh. use a guide to find a few of them. Right. Uh, but otherwise, I did not use any guides for this game. 
I don't know if there were many at the time when I played it. Oh, this game is pretty high rated, 3.88 stars. It, it, it is pretty good. I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just, I think it, it just burned me, that's all. You know, it's just uh, like I got so upset when I realized that I was completely stuck and that there was nothing I could do about it. Just by comparison, Steel the Fire is 2.87. That's, uh, why is this one not showing up on my, on the list of best ones? I don't see it on the list. It has maybe a 3.8. Maybe that's too few uh, votes. Um, it might, it must have. I guess, yeah, maybe my rating system is uh, a little flawed because this one's not showing up at all <laughs> on the list. Yeah, it, it, it only has, it only has 12 oh. votes. Well, I'll give it a one, and that'll bring it on down. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll give it a four and a half to, to even uh, it out. There you go. No, I, w- I wouldn't do it. I'm going to wait until I uh, to see how bad. If I, I might give it one more go, and if I get stuck okay, one I'll, more time. I'll settle for a four. There we go. <laughs> All right, I'm withholding my vote until a later time. All right. Yeah, but number four, Intrepidice. I definitely disagree with it, but... Uh, Maybe to be continued. Uh, maybe I will have a, a remembering Izzy uh, reunion show where I, I apologize to Izzy and uh, go again. But yeah. All right. How about number three? What you got? All right. Number three. I have. It's actually. It's a tie, but I, I'm not trying to like, you know, weave around the top five. It, I mean, they're basically the same thing. So it is. Devious Dungeon, Devious Dungeon 2. They're basically the same game. So Yeah, uh, they really are. <laughs> I mean, so it's not like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm t- extending things too much here. So yeah, I'm but, quite uh, surprised by this pick from you. Really? Okay. Yeah, well, I am too, because uh, this one hit a lot of the boxes of what I'm looking for. And I couldn't quite, it's just kind of like uh, some of the other ones, I couldn't quite put my finger on why I enjoyed it so much and so again I always get kind of uh, paranoid that maybe I was the only one that enjoyed it and unlike Bone Marrow uh, it's listed as the highest rated Rattleica game uh, on the thing that I was looking at even though Intrepid Ezzy had a higher rating that we just looked at so I don't know what I'm looking at but anyway it had a 3.3 and a 3.2 on respectively for the first one and then the second one clearly everyone thinks it's kind of at the top of the pile so I I'm kind of confused why it, i i know kind of why i like it but uh i didn't know that it was so popular so it's listed as a platformer but it, i would argue it's kind of a roguelite roguelite yeah roguelite maybe very smidgets of rpg but definitely roguelite because it's yep. uh generated each time you go in there it's different and uh you basically you can go through it without upgrading, but you're just going to get murderized by the later enemies because you need better stuff. So you have to basically get coins at the same time uh, that you're kind of quickly trying to get to the through the levels. So that's kind of the, the formula is you start off and you go in there and there's a key to the door to the next room or next portal, if you will. So each portal takes you to the next dungeon if you will part of the door dungeon and then i think it's every 10 or 5 dungeons you uh get a boss room or something like that and then that's kind of like you know yep. you bite you kill the boss and then you get the next section opened up the next uh, levels if you will and so it uh sometimes the keys uh pretty obvious like it's random so like you might go left and oh my gosh there's a key and then you 
drop down a level. Oh my gosh, there's a door and it might take you like 20 seconds. You know, you might, oh, how lucky me. But uh, other times you may have to look over the entire level and you'd be like, I do not see anything. And then you suddenly, you know, see this little side room that you're like, oh, are you kidding me? And then, you, of course, it's right there. Yeah. And then, Fortunately, you, know, and then the you can uh, <laughs> consult a map of... Uh, of where you have explored so that's true yeah and yeah. the the levels are they are not humongous but they can be rather large they uh there's and then some of the enemies um uh, i thought the enemies were fair like the controls of the entire game are just i think they're super tight like they are you, yeah like they you're gonna it's gonna be your fault if you die like it's not because of the controllers or enemies teleporting into you or anything like that but the uh the enemies are fair like uh there's only a few mild annoyances like you know, once you get the patterns down, it's, they can be avoided pretty easily. But they're still challenging. Don't get me wrong. And then the way some of the room placements are, that makes them more challenging. Sometimes yeah. the way that the rooms are placed, it makes them uh, it kind of nerfs them. You get lucky, and you're like, oh, this is easy. Just you can, like almost walk right up on them. You know. And so it's uh, I don't know. It's just different each time you play it. And I, I like the the roguelite element to it because. It would be just easy to grab the key and find the door and go. And then if it wasn't procedurally generated, then you did all these stupid guides popping up saying, "Well, the key is located right here, and then you can go right down here." And you know, it's and so it's not you can't do that because it's it's random each time. And uh, and also the short term plan wouldn't make it work because you wouldn't be able to afford any of the upgrades. And then the later enemies, you're either going to spend way more time trying to kill them because you're your axe or whatever is garbage and so you may have to hit them 30 times or something instead of you know like five times so yeah so it's a good blend of trying to manage progressing through the game but also exploring enough to get enough treasure to be able to afford stuff so yeah, I mean, I, I, I could go on and on about this game. I felt it got very repetitive, but that, that might have been my fault since I did them back to back. So uh, <laughs> when, when I completed Devious yep. Dungeon 2, I, I felt like I was really done with it. And I only have I've less than four hours on the game. <laughs> okay. Well, for me, see, I was so excited when Devious Dungeons 2 came out. I was like, oh, it's a sequel. Yeah, you know, because I had, I'm not sure how much time I could look, but I'm not sure how much time it passed between me playing them, but I, I'm pretty sure I played the first one like right after it came out and then the second one I you know same thing so yeah so I finished one in 2018 which is like the week after it came out the first one and then the second one uh, da, 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 looks like it was oh it was a year later so not too terribly long but yeah, yeah it was uh, the, the following I, I year played, I played them in 2022 <laughs> on the 8th and 9th of <laughs> September yeah, that I can see where that. Yeah, that's probably not the best approach to that. I, I, yeah, I can tell I, you. Do not go from one to two immediately because they are basically the same game. Two just has are. a few more characters to choose from, if I remember correctly. <laughs> right, and so you're like, oh my god, I have to do this again. And I was like, hey, they didn't mess up the formula. Let's go, you know. And so yep, they didn't because they didn't change anything. <laughs> yeah, they didn't mess up the formula at all. They just kind of rebranded it. So and so, man, just think, you know, we get a, a stack, get an X stack on it. Oh man! So, but for me, uh, here's the boxes it hit. I I, I did want to sh- give it a shout out. It really hit this one box. So first of all, no guide. I've already talked about that. So yep. you basically just play it and you get. It's pretty well paced on the achievements uh, for your hard work. So you know it's, you'll get all the achievements just by playing it. Yeah, there there's one possible missable achievement for uh, killing all the mini bosses. You might uh, be tempted to run away from them because they are 
were usually okay, quite powerful. Okay, see, I, I just, I just murderized them. I don't know. I, I guess I, I was all in. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna kill everything. Yeah, if you kill everything, you should be fine. Yeah, just yeah, kill it, kill stuff. But, but, yeah, uh, but since it's uh, randomized, you might not uh, get the mini boss you're after. I see. Okay, I get so that. So it's That's, possible yeah. to play through the game and not f- meet all the mini bosses. Ah, uh, okay. So is there like a a guide that tells you which stages to look for him on? Oh, I assume so. I don't know. Probably is. I'm sure someone's posted something about it. But so the the box that really flew it up to number three on my list was the story check. Okay, so I explained it in the opening where if, there, if you're telling me your life story, uh, that's not a Rattalaka game. Now, if you have a nice, you know, quick story that's skippable and can be explained in about five scenes. Five little flashing texts. I don't even know what uh, why they were okay. in the devious dungeon. Okay, well you're in luck. I have the entire story right here, and I'm going to read it to you. So Perfect. here you go. This here we go. <clears throat> the first scene, uh, the first you know title screen pops up. It says, "As the story is told, dark times are upon Hilltop Castle." And then there's like an image of a castle. Then that disappears. An ancient evil has awakened in the catacombs under the castle. And then there's an image of a dragon. The king sends all of his men to destroy the evil lurking below. And then there's an image of an angry king. But the dungeon is deadly and constantly shifting. And then there's an image of bloody skull. Only a true champion will be able to save the day. And then there's an image of like a buff dude with nice pecs and abs. And, and then the game starts. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that how, is what I'm looking I for. Forget, how could I forget about that? <laughs> exactly. That is what I am looking for in a rather like a story right there. That that is the epitome of it. Completely like, forgettable. <laughs> it was uh yeah, there's some evil under this castle. You gotta go kill it. Oh, good enough for me. Let's go. Yeah, I do remember killing a lot of stuff. <laughs> so there you go. So that's why I landed number three. I just, I don't know. I just enjoyed the hell out of this game. And so I think it's interesting that Devious Dungeon 1 has almost the exact same number of track gamers as Devious Dungeons 2. So it makes me wonder if, like, are the same hardcore gamers. Right. Are they the same? There's 1,800 ish for one and 1,800 ish for the others. It's like within seven gamers. It's insane. So uh, it'd be so cool if you could see what the the little Venn diagram is on that or whatever. Uh, Probably very, very close. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyhow, that's my number three Devious Dungeons. Devious Dungeons 2, so yep. hopefully there'll be a number 3. Yeah, I, I can respect that pick. Yeah, it's a good game. It's fun, it's a fun little game. Well, you got 3. Can't top that, I'm sure. You know, I could probably put at least 2 or 3 uh, of uh, Strangas, or since I learned that he's Australian, Stranger probably. <laughs> Stranger's game on Xbox. Uh, he has done 5 of them, and I really like 3 of them. <laughs> And I'm I don't know what yet to play one. Uh, so at the end, I decided to pick my big sister as number three. Oh gosh! Oh god! I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my big sister is a adventure game where you play as uh, a young girl whose uh, slightly older sister is kidnapped by. Some kind of demon and turned into some kind of monster. It is 
really really strange it is weird it is dark as hell and yet it's really funny because everything is seen from the eyes of this young girl it, it, it's just it's just really really strange it's very it light-hearted and really dark at the same time there are i think there are three games about this girl this one is the best one of them. And I was confused the three of them together. Like uh, I think I'm conf- I'm confusing this with Red Bow. Um, yeah, and Re- Red Bow is also good, but I don't think it's as good as My Big Sister. This one, did this one came out first, right? It did. It, this is the first one in the series. Okay. Uh, and I also want to give an honorable mention to uh, just ignore them, also by <laughs> the s- same guy, uh, which is also really dark and funny at the same time when you played this game did you just play it or did you follow the guide this this is a big knock against it if you want all the achievements you uh, have to follow a guide since there are many missables oh yeah which is (laughs) which is really sad because I, i would have loved to not have to worry about a guide when playing this yeah it's really fun just to go around and examine stuff and uh, there's some really funny remarks from the the little girl. I, th- I think it's based on some kind of Asian uh, mythology but I'm not sure but it takes place in a modern setting. Yeah it's uh, something that uh, I highly recommend. Yeah. Also made by one single person. <laughs> you like those? Uh... Yeah I do. <laughs> But well, for me, I yeah, I played it and it was all right. I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was lukewarm. I was like, that was that was kind of weird, you know. I mean, I I didn't hate it, but kind of weird. Yeah, and so it was it. But if I had not fallen the guide, then I wouldn't have enjoyed it because. I would have spent way too much time trying to figure out what exactly to kind of do and all the missables and, like you said, and, uh, like, if this game came out on the X, I can't say that I would fall over myself. I've already heard the story. To me, it would be just kind of a chore. Yeah, okay, I'm going to trade, you know, trade an hour of my life for you know, a thousand gamer score to play a game that, you know, I've already kind of know what's going to happen. And, yeah, it's just like I wouldn't be excited to play it by any stretch. It is a point and click. There is a remake on PC. It might end up on Xbox soon. I wouldn't exactly be thrilled to play it again, but I really enjoyed <laughs> yeah. my first time with it. Yeah, it's it's good if you've never played it, but eh. So it, it, you're not there for the gameplay. You're there for the story and uh, really weird atmosphere. <laughs> See, I'd just rather a bunch of evil appear under a castle and have the king tell me to go kill it, see? And then, uh, you know, just go from there. But, uh, yeah, the the, the story, again, it, it didn't hit any of my boxes. So, I, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it to some degree. But, yeah, definitely, it's pretty far down on my list. It's not really yeah, what I'm I, I looking for. I expected as much. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but if you, if you but, want something real, a story that's really unexpected, it is a, it is technically a point and click. Uh, even though you you move your character around on the screen, and well, you can rub some items against others <laughs> just to see what happens. But uh, yeah, it's a bit more streamlined than the classical point and clicks. But yeah, not far from it. And that's uh, in that one more the. Uh, no, it's only five ninety nine. I thought it was one of the more expensive ones, but five ninety nine, yeah, 
cool little stories. Yeah, and if you like it, uh, there are two more games in the series. Uh, Very simple. They're not, they're not that good. <laughs> and you, those need guides too. Uh, of, um, yeah, calm. they do, which is yeah. sad. Yeah, so, ugh, just, yeah. I don't know. All right. I got a number two for you. <laughs> yep, shoot. All right. Number two. We got uh, one that uh, we kind of mentioned earlier as far as a money-making enterprise. Uh, this one they actually made the, the leap with is the only one. That is, of course, Knighton Plus. Uh, Knighton without a G and with a plus sign. Knighton. Knighton Plus. So in case you don't remember this one, it's basically the original Legend of Zelda minus all the story and the open world and all that. And uh, I was looking it up just to kind of get a little more information on it. And I saw it billed as Zelda Light Adventure. So it's like a light Zelda Light. <laughs> I like that. That's a really, really good description <laughs> of the game. It's uh, just Zelda 1 Dungeons all yeah. over and over. Yeah. Dungeon dungeon Edition. So get rid of all the, you know, walking around looking for the dungeons and just there's the dungeons. It's very light on the puzzles as well, if I remember correctly. It's just murder stuff. It's light on the what? Light on puzzles. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple of puzzles where you have to move a few things in certain yeah, spots, but, but, it's but it, not... But you, don't, you don't need to find hookshots and uh, boomerangs to yeah, trigger no, switches. No. It's mostly murder stuff. Yeah, there's a couple where you have to push a few things here and there. Yeah, it's it's uh, you're not it's not even classified as a puzzle game because it's very... It's not puzzles, really. It's, uh... Uh, it's... Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a cool little game. Um, it doesn't take itself too seriously. So uh, they use humor in it to kind of get away with having to without having to tell like a big story. So it's you know basically making fun of itself uh, as to what it is. So I mean, it's not like the funniest game you'll ever play. It's not like uh, Tales of the Borderlands or anything like that. But you know, it'll it'll get a couple of chuckles out of you, I guess. But uh, basically, the whole game is top-down dungeon exploration. You got you know, rooms with enemies, puzzles, get chests, find keys, open boss store, kill boss, rinse and repeat. So, uh, and it's soundtrack for it's pretty cool too. It's, it's kind of old school, eight eight bit ish, and uh, you know, it's just a good complete package. If you have nostalgia about the original Legend of Zelda game, you should definitely check this out. Uh, huh. To me, Let's get, did you know that this one has a stack as well? Yes, it's the. Yeah, it's the only game that has the the X release on it, to my knowledge. Is there another uh, one that has an X release? Read. Oh, read. Oh, yeah, that's right. Read. Does. Read yeah. the Master. So that's two. That's the only two I'm aware of. Okay. See, when you said that there's only one earlier, I thought you were talking about this one because I've forgotten about Read, and it sounds like you forgot about this one and thought about Read. So, yeah, this uh, this one actually has the X release. So it's the exact same game, and uh, if you enjoyed playing it on the X Bone, then you can play it on the X Bone X and. I don't know why Rattleika didn't uh, take a hint from this and uh, just keep doing that, but uh, I don't know. What's the on Reed? Did that the remake of it? Did it have as pretty much the same amount of people that played it? Like, uh, Reed remastered had eight hundred and seventy-eight players, and the old version Xbox One had three thousand one hundred. So that's. Uh. Yes, less than a third of the players. Yeah, that's pretty much the same numbers on Knighton. Knighton's got 3,000 on the main one, and then the re-release on the X has got like 600-ish. So, yeah, probably why they stopped doing it. 
Yeah, maybe it's not making as much money as I thought. I thought it would be a slam dunk. So maybe we should move on to plan B with the uh, rare replay uh, stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I I would get that. I totally would. I'm serious. Like, oh, that'd be so fun. Anyway, anyway. So, like, even if you you only had 1,000 game score and had to play 50 games. Oh, that'd be tough, but I'd probably do it. Uh, I'd probably use it for a contest because you know it would have a high tad on it. So just because some people wouldn't do it, you know, they'd start it and not yeah, I mean, finish being, it. Yeah, so. being rat like they would probably have a complete level one for each game yeah, or equivalent. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, man, they'd have to do it right. They, I mean, they can't do worse than the, the Turtles, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowbunga collection, but you know, hopefully they could, and I don't know, just... Something close to Rare Replay. I mean, oh, it was such a good game, Rare Replay. But anyway, uh, but this one, uh, it's hits um, pretty much all the boxes. So it's got the stack, you know, and it's already on the X. Uh, and I was hoping that they'd do like a, a sequel of it, maybe Night and Two, Night and Plus Two. I don't know if you do Night and Plus Two or Night and Two Plus. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure where the two would be in, in regards to the, the plus sign. Or maybe Two Night and plus i don't know but uh if they do do a sequel to it uh hopefully it wouldn't pull like a, a zelda you know because you know the first zelda sequel was kind of an interesting uh divert uh deviation uh from the, the original recipe uh where yeah that was not the game people wanted but um yeah this one uh this one scores higher than any of the other ones on what i call the sadness meter now, the sadness meter, in case you forgot way back uh, a couple hours ago when I talked about my criteria, was that in this game, you don't have to play everything. Like, this does not end at the end of the game. Uh, there's four dungeons in this game, but you only have to beat the first two dungeons. So, um, yeah, so, you know, Raleika, if you're listening, you could add some uh, DLC Chivos, um, beat Dungeon 3 and beat Dungeon 4, or... Or I'm pretty sure no no achievement hunters have played the third and fourth dungeon, so you can just create a whole second game and make those the first two levels, and everybody be like, "Oh, look at this new game," uh, even though it's like <laughs> the second half of the old one. <laughs> so that'd that be would really be really funny. funny. To <laughs> <laughs> see how long it takes someone to actually notice. Uh, uh, wait a minute, this is the third dungeon. No, but uh, yeah, so. Yeah, it's uh, no guy needed. Just go have fun, explore it, and play normally. You'll get all the achievements. The story is simple because there is no story. It just basically says you're you're in a dungeon. Go get all the kill the bosses. You know, and ha ha ha. Throws a little joke in there. So, um, but yeah, it's um, it's just a cool little game. And if you're nostalgic at all with like the Zelda franchise, definitely check it out. And there's a stack. So yeah. Yes, it's so good that you can play twice. (laughs) <laughs> Indeed, you can. It's exact same game. Play the first two dungeons twice. Um, there you go. So that's my number two, Night and Plus, Zelda Light. Okay, so my number two, I expected to show up on your list, possibly, Uh-oh. but it didn't, and I don't think it will now that we're this <laughs> high up. Uh, I'm I bet talking I know about which game it is. Shadow of Loot Box. Oh, that was my that was my first honorable mention besides Sagebrush because Sagebrush, thank you for mentioning me. But yes, after Sagebrush, absolutely, I'll, that is a great choice. Absolutely. So, Shadow of Lootbox is a uh, a first person satire of 
uh, lootbox monetization of uh, games. Uh, it <laughs> yep. was released in 2018, back when uh, lootboxes started appearing. And it, it's just funny how it uh, parodies, uh, well, not parodies, it just comments on lootboxes and in-game monetization. Uh, <laughs> like, you you don't have to pay... Well, the, the game itself is $8.00. Uh, but you don't have to pay anything for the in-game, uh, uh, well, anything else in-game. But everything is centered around saving up money so you can buy abilities like running or jumping or using switches <laughs> and get, getting weapons. Uh, it's it's just a funny game. It's just something that I agree with. I am not. I really, really dislike loot boxes. I really, really dislike. Uh, <laughs> having uh, core mechanics uh, behind paywalls yeah like it, it's not the it's not exactly sub, subtle about it uh, <laughs> that's very true i mean what there what you mean it's not subtle having an actual loot box on spider legs trying to kill you that's yeah. not very subtle <laughs> yeah they all the enemies in the game in the game are loot boxes i think there's a dragon that's made out of loot boxes if i remember correctly <laughs> Uh, it's it's a brilliant game. It's so it's just satire of you know of an issue in the gaming community. So there you go. So like, uh, yes, this this is a funny game. It is really good. It is a funny game. It's not very long. I think there might be a missable achievements if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. it says it says there's Wait, some missables. Yeah, there are quite a few of them, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's a rather short game, so. Even though I don't think you want to play this twice, even some of the levels are not as good the second time around. <laughs> I would see. I've I've played this. Uh, see, where did I play this? Uh, about five years ago. So uh, the game is six years old, and so this was like a real early uh, Rattlelake game. And uh, if it came back out on the X. I would pl- I'd totally be one of the first ones. Like if they again, like if they release the whole library, yeah, this would be one of my first picks. Yeah, Absolutely. I would pick it up immediately since by now it's been so. I played it in 2019, and mm-hmm. uh, I just remember bits and pieces of it. Uh, I would mm-hmm. gladly play this game again. Absolutely, yeah. That's I mean to me that's like the ultimate gauge is like if they were to re-release the entire library, which ones would you buy first? This yeah. would be at the top of the list. I mean, even at the higher price tag, eight dollars. I know I'd have a blast with it again because I mean it was funny. It was just, uh, yeah. And it was. I'm just... not sure. Technically, you don't have to complete the game. Uh, it yeah, says yeah, complete do. the you game. Do. You have yeah, to. Yeah, and, finish and the game. That's yeah, one of the I, achievements. I see that there are a few achievements that you have that you might want to go back to and uh, yeah I probably played this without a guide and missed a few achievements and had to replay it but I didn't mind it yeah I mean it's a short game anyways so. it is <laughs> yeah it's a good one so that I absolutely this is uh, probably my favorite choice on your list so far absolutely this one just barely missed my list uh, it was the, one of the hardest cuts and I just thought it'd be a little edgy and put bone marrow in, uh, instead of it because I, yeah, I assume we would talk about it get, at some point I still don't get how <laughs> bone marrow made a cut there but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Shadow Loot Box, yeah 
Yeah, see, you got to at least throw one unexpected one on there, see? So, yeah, yep. Shadow of the Loot Box definitely should be on anybody's top five list. So, yes, I agree. Yours. Except for mine. Um, so, yeah, I, I I sit on the throne of lies. So, yeah, the, but, yeah, this is definitely top five material. Excellent. How's it only rated 2.57? I, I got it. I'm going to give it a five star right this second. Yeah, That's ins- it might insane, be the dude. relatively high price tag for the time yeah. it was released. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in on that and see if I can at least get it up to a 2.58. <laughs> I don't know when it refreshes, but there you go. Vote cast. So, uh, yeah, yeah. excellent I, choice. I think I need to rate that as well. up 4.5. There we oh, go. There you, all right. Yeah. I liked it. Okay, we are we are down, down to number one. What's your number one, Elroy? <laughs> well, I know that the, everyone's been sitting on their on on the edge of their seat because they could just possibly never ever uh, guess what it would be. I, but, I have uh, a qualified guess, but I don't want to say it. <laughs> well, there's a game that uh, came out. It's coming up on the five year anniversary of its release. It revolutionized the market. It reminded me just how much. It, I love beat 'em ups. It uh, changed everything for me. Um, it features one of, uh, I think it was my game of the year, 2019-ish or so. I think it was 2019. Uh, definitely game of the year. Uh, it's been talked about probably at least 10 different times on this podcast. Uh, but what's what the heck? Let's do number 11 here. So number, number 11. One. <laughs> number one for number the 11th one, time. For all the bacon. <laughs> Indeed, it is no other than Iron Snout. So if you don't know who Iron Snout is, Iron Snout doesn't read books. He stares them down until he gets the information he wants. And if Iron Snout was to travel to an alternate dimension in which there was another Iron Snout and they both fought, they would both win. Because Iron Snout does not get frostbite, Iron Snout bites frost. It is that... this. This wonderful game. It uh, it's part of the Snout Up Games collection, and I actually contacted the developer of this game and tried to see if we could get an update on Iron Snout Two. And he's he was pretty funny guy, and he promised me that uh, there might be a uh, an, an Elroy shout out in the achievements uh, for. Uh, Iron Snout 2, if it ever were to come to fruition, which I thanked him for. But uh, he has other games that look so much in, like they would be enjoyable, but they just haven't been released on the Xbox yet. There's one called Bacon May Die. There's some other one like Space Hog. There's like Card Hog. There, it, it's kind of like the Bunny collection, you know, like uh, Kicking It Bunny and uh, you know uh, Bunny Factory and all this, but yeah. with pigs. And so obviously Iron Snout's the the best of them. And uh, but anyhow, just it's it, the only one that's made it to Xbox. <laughs> yes, but but revisiting this list uh, and and talking about Iron Snout yet again has reminded me that I need to contact that guy and see what see what's going on. And uh, But I digress. So let's talk about the game. This game, uh, it's... <laughs> the, the description you find on the Xbox store says, Once upon a time, pigs would have to build a house of bricks to keep the wolves at bay. But not anymore. In Iron Snout, 
its hero Piggy has taken up learning martial arts and now the wolves need to keep their distance because it is a bonker button mash and beat them up. Bacon is off the menu for good. So if you've never played this game, which shame on you if you haven't, it uh, it's basically entails a bunch of enemies running at you from the left and from the right. Now, you might say, well, you could run over to the left and attack them or run over to the right and attack them. But no, you're going to stay centered in the middle of the screen because the world revolves around Iron Snout. So uh, it is incapable of going left or right. Everything else goes you know, around it, around Iron Snout. So Iron Snout just sits there in the middle of the screen, and if an enemy is coming to the left, you just flick them away by, you know, uh, pork chopping them to the to the left. And then if they're coming from the right, you just pork chop them to the to the right. And uh, you know, if they're coming from there, you can jump up and uh, you know, give them a little roundhouse kick. Uh, and uh, it uh, it is as enjoyable as it sounds. So you have all these wolves, and they're 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 just trying to kill you know, poor Iron Snout. But Iron Snout's not going to yeah, have yeah, any of it. Wolves with Shane sauce. Among other yeah, things. weapons, and uh, he, he's ready. He's ready for him this time, and except for for the little baby wolves. Now the little baby wolves will sneak by you, and uh, you get a little forbidden love uh, on, on your leg, and um, it's uh, which is my second favorite achievement name of a uh, rattle like again. We didn't really talk about our favorite achievements per se, but rather yeah. like games. But uh, obviously, the best. Rattle Lake uh, achievement since we're on it is clearly Dessert Possum, which lives on an in infamy in the AH101 community, uh, which was from the uh, Foxy game series. Yeah, and uh, none of those so, were anywhere close to my top five. Right, right, not top five, but if we were to say top five favorite achievements, Dessert Possum would clearly be number one. But um, yeah, and yeah, uh, I, think, I think I'd be closer to the Forbidden love that you mentioned. That, yeah, that forbidden love would it. be probably number two. Yeah, that's where you get humped by a, a baby wolf in an iron snout. So, if you're like, "Well, this sounds very interesting," yes, it is. It is. You should definitely go back and revisit this game. It's been out for five years. I'm sure you could get it in Argentina for like fifty cents or something. I mean, it's it's great, great fun on this game. Now, um, again, it hits all the boxes. I would, I mean. I would be there opening night if I had to, you know, to uh, I'd stand outside a GameStop if that was still a thing. And as soon as Iron Snout 2 released or if it re-released on the Xbox X, I would be there at the door uh, picking up my copy, the collector's edition. And uh, so, yeah, definitely the replayability, desire of a a sea squill, I guess you would call it. And uh, sadness when it's over. Uh, I was hoping to see a few more achievements like with uh, like the survival, like surviving longer. Because if you get good at the game, you can basically stay long, alive as long as you want. Well, so you are the audience now. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's not that bad. There's one level that's easier than the other one. I think it was the park level uh, or the city level. The city level, or maybe it was the, the pirate level. I can't remember. But it has several themes you can play. And uh, just awesome the story i mean you don't get much story i remember the the description used to be something about this little piggy went to the market and kicked some ass or something like that but i couldn't find that anywhere i was wanting to quote it verbatim but i guess they changed the description to the uh the thing i read to you earlier but there it used to have a different description where it's like this little piggy went to the market and yeah was, i don't know it was really funny but yeah that's the story anyway so as much as you really talk uh talk up this game it's only has a 2.5 rating on ta 
I, I know that I already, I'm sure that I already have given it a five. If I haven't, I'm going to be ashamed of myself. Hold on, let me double check. I would be, oh man, I, it would hurt me deeply if I found out that I had not. Okay, good. Okay, it already had a five star for me. But yeah, 2.53, uh, 6,000 gamers. How does only 5,809 completed it? That's weird. Yeah, it's, I, I do not share your enthusiasm for this game in, in the same <laughs> well, way, but I, I did enjoy it, my time with it. It's not a bad game. Oh, man, it's uh, it's just good, dumb fun. Now, uh, if you somewhat enjoyed if you somewhat enjoyed it, I actually found a game that is similar to it. I've been waiting for a game to come out that has been similar to it. And I, there's really nothing like Iron Stout, honestly. But one actually came out recently. And uh, it is the same concept of the left-right. You know, you, you just kill, murderize everything coming at your left and your right. And uh, it is uh, Kung Fury. Kung Fury, the video game. I forget. It's Kung Fury something, something, something. Uh, uh, but it's Kung based Fury on the... Street Rage Ultimate Edition. Yeah, that's it. And so if, you, if you're familiar with the YouTube uh, phenomena on that, which is uh, if you haven't seen that, you should definitely uh, stop listening to me and, and go watch the YouTube version of this this movie that's brilliant. And uh, it's only, I think, 30 minutes long. I mean, it's a short little something-something. But anyhow, there's uh, different modes to this. This is another beat-em-up, but uh, one of the modes is classic mode. And in classic mode, you basically have to go the same style. Just All you have to do is kill things coming at your left and your right. Uh, it's just like Iron Snow, except for you move a little bit more. But, you, you yeah, it's very similar. So if you enjoyed... Iron Snout, you would definitely enjoy uh, Kung Fury. Uh, the hardest two achievements in the game are actually based off of the what you have to do in Iron Snout. I haven't got them yet. I, I haven't. I, it's kind of almost a muff completion. I'm missing two achievements in this game, and uh, it's the two that have to do with having a lot of success with the game that's like Iron Snout. So that's kind of humiliating that I can't get it. But uh, I'm I'm getting better. I'm getting closer at it. But uh, it's tough achievements those. But um, Anyhow, so if you're if you are share your enthusiasm for this number one choice, Iron Snout, go check out Kung Fury. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of similar. So there you go. So number one, no doubt. I'm sure everybody knew when I sat down here today that uh, Iron Snout was going to be number one, yeah, I, and of course it is. <laughs> did suspect it just a bit. <laughs> so what do you got at number one walkie you're probably not as predictable as i am well i'm sure that some have already figured it out but uh, elroy back in the day did you enjoy the sierra games oh absolutely uh, i played the hell out king's quest and um those are, those are my favorite with the king's quest series so but yeah absolutely did you ever play quest for glory quest for glory that one's not ringing a bell so Quest for Glory was basically King's Quest, but made sense. <laughs> made sense. <laughs> yeah, the, the, it wasn't fueled on moon logic. If you you could uh, solve puzzles by many different means. You, if you, for example, uh, needed to find something that a bird had stolen uh, up into its nest, you could climb the tree. Or you could use magic to bring the nest to you. Or you could throw rocks at it to drop the nest to the ground. So you didn't have to 
find a twig and some honey and uh, a magnet and uh, just put everything together to get whatever you wanted. So that makes a, sense. Yeah. It, it was a game that a 10-year-old could figure out and get through without consulting a guide. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it. It looks like it. Yeah, that's, it seems pretty cool. I, I don't know how I missed that one. I'm guessing it's quite a few years ago now, but someone made Quest for Glory again, but called it Quest for Infamy. They probably made the name <laughs> before they made the game, because it's a very... It is not a quest for infamy at all. Infamy is the last thing you want to get in, in this game. Mm. But you do play as a bit of a bastard. <laughs> uh, so quest, quest for Infamy is a Quest for Glory-like. Quest for Glory was a game series back in the 90s. Where, where it was yeah very point and click-like and made much more sense. That, that was the biggest selling point, at least for me. Quest for Infamy is a game that uh, me as a old Quest for Glory fan really, really liked. Uh, it's not as good as those old games, but there's a, so much heart and so much uh, yes, love for those old games that went into this. It's amazing what they managed to pull off. Uh, they're using the same graphics. It really looks like a game from the 90s and... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, aside from the uh, story, well, you can tell it's a more modern game by they reference uh, uh, modern uh, bands and stuff like that. But otherwise, you really couldn't tell that it's a a game from the year 2020 or wherever it was released. It really feels like a game from the 90s. So is this game like... Is it kind of like tongue in cheek? Is it, uh, oh, or is it? It's very much tongue in cheek. You play as a character called Rome, who is on the run from uh, a baron whose daughter you might have invaded her night chambers uh, <laughs> without approval from her father, so to speak. I see. I see. So uh, your objective in the game is to get the hell out of. Uh, uh, the uh, valley that you end up in because there are various obstacles for you to uh, get away <laughs> from the Baron as far as you can. Yeah, this one, I'm looking at it here. I mean, only 63 people have played this game. And yeah. it's got a 3.75 and, I mean, clearly a, a gem from all estimates here. I mean, if it's anything like the old, you know... It is a point and click. It is a very niche title. It's... Yeah, it, it's for people who played Quest for Glory back in the day and want something mm-hmm. the same. And it's just really, really well made. Uh, the writing is its a mixed bag, uh, so especially the voice acting. There are some professional voice actors, but a lot of uh, uh, characters are voiced by... Uh, yeah, clearly amateurs and uh, probably <laughs> no, that, probably for me, I like record, that better. probably recording like from their bathrooms or something because the quality is not great for some of the characters. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I gave a five to Turtle Quest, and uh, the voice acting on that one was, uh, you know, on point too. So uh. <laughs> Turtle's Quest was consistent. <laughs> See, well, that, that almost make it funnier though. It's funny, like. 
<laughs> like you got this real professional sounding, you know, really doing it up, and then you cut to somebody else. It sounds like they're just reading a script. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny, actually. Yeah, re- reading a script in a subway somewhere. It's, yeah, so <laughs> it's not great, and they use some kind of voice modulator to make it sound like the old '90s games that you uh, remember as well. Does- so. Does it does it sound like a uh, fighter chip uh, recording a segment no, in a bathtub it, going down not, the freeway? It's, <laughs> it, it's not that bad. No, okay, not that level. Okay. Yeah, uh, but you, you can tell that a few of the characters they haven't gotten as much love as the rest of the game. But that said, everything is voice acted, and there there's a lot of uh, recorded lines. Uh, there's. There's so much to explore, so much to see. But uh, as I mentioned, uh, it's an adventure game. It's a point and click that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So most of the puzzles can be solved by using a crowbar. Mm. (laughs) I I like that. Why you could be do some some really elaborate solutions for a lot of things, usually just use a crowbar on something uh, that usually works. I see one achievement is for uh, defeating the puzzle board, and it's just, it's called Puzzles Are Hard. Is that for like smashing the crap out of a puzzle bo- board with a crowbar by chance? It might be. Uh, that, <laughs> that's probably one way to solve the puzzle. <laughs> like, so, oh, yeah. we have this elaborate puzzle box here where you're supposed to uh, yeah, figure it out and press press buttons in the correct order uh, and match align something but yeah you likely could use a crowbar to just destroy it and pick up the uh, components <laughs> inside i like i like this idea of this game where basically it you can do it like the right way or you can just walk around using a crowbar as a all all around utensil so like for example there's an achievement for perfect for achieving a perfect score in archery i, oh, I can see where you would get yeah. credit if you just you know beat it with a crowbar and there you hey you yeah, hit yeah, the target that, that, that so would, uh, that, you get the that would be funny. <laughs> i might be exaggerating how useful the crowbar is but it it, it is actually <laughs> one of the best items in the game <laughs> there's an achievement for pitching a tent you you use the crowbar on the tent and all of a sudden the tent's made you know you just beat the crap out yeah, of the tent I, with I love the crowbar there's, a, it... there's an achievement called collector of useless <laughs> things it is for but bu- it's for buying a diamond tip oh, crowbar yeah. oh nice it doesn't sound too useless it, it isn't, way you, but, uh, you can use any old crowbar with the same effect yeah. so it, it's just <laughs> okay. a very expensive so crowbar <laughs> it is heavily inspired by quest for glory uh, it really mash, m- mashes all of the five uh, games uh, story into one which is really weird because you have this like sort of like german uh, village that you start out start off on and if you walk uh, like five screens away you end up in uh, uh, some Greece-inspired big city, so doesn't really make sense. But uh, yeah, it's really nice, <laughs> nostalgic for those that want to go back to those games. <laughs> well, sign me up because I, I I grew up on that stuff. So 
if only they sold a Quest for Infamy uh, tip book with an invisible pen and you could highlight only the answers you wanted to see. Did you ever have those over over yonder? The developers made a own uh, walkthrough uh, and uh, it's kind of funny since it's sort of linear, but you, since you have three characters, you can choose to play as a rogue, a warrior or a spellcaster and all of them have... Uh, slightly diverging storylines so the walkthrough is read mm-hmm. <laughs> you have you can read like oh here's the fighter here's the thief here is the sorcerer and you can choose which <laughs> route you want to go to uh, <laughs> get through the story uh, it is linear so you don't get much by replaying it and the achievement list is made in that way that you only have to play a few minutes of each uh, class to get all the achievements that's nice. That's cool, man. You've actually uh, got me kind of interested in this game. Yeah, I'm have to check this one out. I think out. you might enjoy it, it uh, even if it's a point and click. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. It, it kind of sounds similar to um, oh, what was that name of that one game? It was so weird. It started with a Z, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, had like, oh god, I, I don't remember enough about it to even. I probably shouldn't even brought it up. But it was a game that you you recommended. It had like the the orcs with the explosive diarrhea and uh, it was just uh oh you think what was that the would ring a bell but i still haven't figured it out you would think yeah it was a, it was it was a feature a on uh, waka's weird uh which one zenith yes that's it yes zenith i don't know for the way you're describing this game it, to me it just is giving me zenith uh, uh vibes yeah so, zenith um, was a and i was a lot more uh, streamlined than this is this is this is <laughs> this is a open world game so yeah. it's an open world role-playing point and click uh, the uh, combat is pretty bad but it's entire almost entirely optional i think you have to do four fights in the entire game and there's a slider to put the uh, difficulty to uh, very very low so you can get through mm. the game <laughs> with no issues if you just set it to easy okay cool well it is one of the more expensive ones at ten dollars but uh from what i'm hearing it's uh no, it sounds I, like a pretty good I, number I think one I've for spent, you uh, like, 30 or 40 bucks on this game over the years and I didn't start it until <laughs> uh, I uh, got it on Xbox and I re- really enjoyed my time with it. This is not a game for everyone. Uh, you do play as a bit of a bastard. You're not a complete <laughs> ass, but uh, not far from it. You're close. <laughs> You're close. <laughs> oh, no, that's pretty good. <laughs> I think that since this game was in development for probably a decade, they had to change the character and storyline quite a bit over time. So sometimes he behaves really poorly. Uh, but uh, uh-huh. in the end, you are the hero of the story, even if you did some pretty messed up things along the way. <laughs> that's cool. That uh, kind of reminds me of some other ones that probably probably some people are wondering why there's a very similar game like that not on our list the uh, the scheming through the zombie apocalypse oh, game that one's kind of that one is got the very same high on my to playlist I have it installed yeah, and uh, that, I'm oh, looking okay. forward to yeah that was it. one of the ones right on yeah that one was right behind Shadow of the Loot Box at uh, right uh, number seven I guess it would have been behind yeah so. Yeah, that one that was a really good one. That it's kind of the same concept where the main characters are jerks and they like 
Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for you if you haven't. But there's some pretty funny jokes in there where they just do some pretty despicable things. But it's funny because they're like little cartoon characters, and you're like, "Wow, that's pretty low." But I don't know it's pretty funny. They just they just have no regard for human life or for lives of their fellow critters, I guess. So it's it, it's isn't funny. that kind of a uh, visual novel? Uh, I think it's more point and click. Okay. I don't think it's a visual yeah. novel. Yeah. So, I wouldn't dare put a visual so, novel. So I'm guessing it's a bit closer to Quest for Infamy than. I expected them. Yeah, that's 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 kind of what it sounds like. It looks like sounds like to me a cross between Zenith and scheming through the zombie apocalypse. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Anyhow, but uh, I just want to make sure everybody knew that we we do realize that game exists. It's very highly thought of in the in the Rattle Lake. Yeah, so. I, I was hoping to get through it, get to it, and through it before recording this, but uh, yeah, I sadly could not. Make make that one your next one. You'll like that one. So, <laughs> yeah. Right after uh, Pheromonium. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So, well, Waka, I appreciate you having me with you. Uh, it sounds like we were very thorough. Uh, thank you, anybody that uh, listened to a riveting uh, two-hour conversation on Rattalaika games. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, thank you, Elroy, for... Uh having this talk and walking down memory lane oh absolutely you 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 had me at rattle lake i mean i was just like oh absolutely let's do this thing so so yeah so i guess uh i always enjoy recording with you and uh, good luck with uh your life adventures in the weeks to come so yeah same to you all right man well thanks to everyone for listening and take care have a nice day everyone Beep.